following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. So how did you like that warm weather that we had this week? <laughs> and now we have freezing cold. <laughs> So we have global warming, and then we have global colding. Uh, listen, we've got it all here. <laughs> and we've got it all for you here today. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk With a Purpose here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also heard on 1450 AM. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us, as always, as we have our Saturday morning get-together for the next three hours. And we hope that you will stick around with us. 609 609- 407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. You know, when I started doing this show, I never thought that I would spend a morning talking about whales. <laughs> I mean, of all the things that you would talk about, whales, I. but I will explain. You know... I've lived in Brigantine for, I guess, about 22 years now. And I have never visited the Marine Mammal Stranding Center. And I guess I should, and someday I guess I will. But the, the point is that, you know, when you do this kind of a show, you don't know where the path will take you. And I never, really, I never thought that, that we would talk about this. But we will start off by informing you that we're going to have a guest, and she will be on the show this morning at 10 o'clock. She is Karen Fitzpatrick, and she is a county commissioner, as you may know, and she will tell us about the public meeting that they had the other night. I think it was Tuesday night, and I understand it was really, well, it got heated. Recently, Karen wrote an editorial in the press, and it was titled, Don't Let False Attacks Delay Offshore Wind. We'll ask her about that, and we'll ask her about the meeting, and we'll ask her about the issues that were brought up and about her editorial and why she's favoring the wind projects. In the meantime, we've got a couple of sides to this. First of all, several mayors of New Jersey towns are calling for a moratorium on wind projects. Now, not only mayors, but Cape May County or Cape May City Council and U.S. Congressman Jeff Van Drew and our own state Senator Vince Palestina. And by the way, Vince Palestina has a website and you can go to it to sign the petition if you like. It is palestina.org slash whales and you go on there and it just takes you to you your favorite you sign it that's it so you can do that but so far there have been then this is an unofficial count 16 whales have washed up on the shore 16 the question is why what's causing this and we have heard that is not offshore drilling. And we've heard it is offshore drilling. 
And well, one has to wonder what? What is it? And in a statement released Tuesday, the Marine Mammal Commission became the third federal agency to reject the link between the deaths and the offshore wind energy industry. Despite the growing narrative among offshore wind opponents that probing the ocean floor to prepare for wind turbines is killing the whales. But if that's not killing them, what is? And that's really the question that all of us have asked. And I'll ask Karen that later on in the show. What is it? What is killing these whales? Now, as I said, the this Marine Mammal Commission said, oh, it's not them. A lot of them, their, their radar is off and they get struck by ships. And Okay. But they haven't studied this. They haven't really dug into the situation. So all we're saying is study this. And in the meantime, stop the drilling. It's a moratorium. Now, Jeff Van Drew says prohibited, period. You may not want to go that far. But nevertheless, you sh- at least I think, you should stop it for now. And that's the crux of this problem. And, you know, they say, oh, it's not that. Oh, it's not, it's not drilling. But how can you say it's not drilling when there's no evidence that it's not, but there's no evidence that there is? So you, you see this, this whole situation is, is leading us to believe that this is really a problem and we're not dealing with it. And what about this? Let's just say, I, nobody's saying that this is the case now. But let's just say it happens to other species. Okay? New Jersey is a big fishing industry. I mean, I'll never forget my my last house in Brigantine. The clamors were behind my house. And you saw them there all the time. And that's a big industry. So what about that? And what about scallops? We get them. So it's, it's, you just say in general, well, if it's affecting the whales, maybe it will eventually affect other species. And then, of course, it affects the whole industry. So you see where this goes? And, and I don't understand why people, you know, and, and really Karen will come on and explain why people are so adamant about offshore drilling. Oh, we know why Orsted is because <laughs> they stand to make billions. But, you know, for, for people in general who say, well, we, we want offshore drilling, well, why? And, of course, Seth will have some comments on that as well, but y- you get my point. We just have to pause that's all I'm saying. Pause it and study this thing and see where, I mean, 16 whales when we haven't had 16 in years. So it's it's just a problem. And we will get to the bottom of this 
or will try to anyway, on today's show. And with that, we bring in, it's a big day, (laughs) for Seth Grossman and Liberty and Prosperity. And Seth, uh, I got to ask you, uh, when are you going to go back to having your events on Sunday so I can go? <laughs> so something to think about because then we run into uh, the problems with the, the, the churches and uh, what we have in the afternoon. It, it just we got in the habit of uh, having libertyandprosperity.com meet on a Saturday morning because at one time I, I had a radio show uh, in Vineland. And it just turned out that after the radio show, people listening would gather uh, at a diner to talk about what we talked on the radio. We just got in the habit of having our breakfast meetings on a Saturday morning. Okay, so it's uh, tough, but, to, but anyway, tough to break the habit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, it's like a, a, an 18-year habit. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm right now at, 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 at the uh, executive breakfast. We had a VIP breakfast uh, before our main event at 8 o'clock at, at the home of one of our members. And I was just listening to Trevor Loudon speak and, and just fascinating inside information so if anyone listening still has not made plans we still have a few seats open uh at the uh, uh sal's cafe uh, groveland avenue and new road uh starting at 10 o'clock um because we're gonna i think we're gonna have to yank trevor louder out of this house because people are just <laughs> fascinated they're sort of talking to him here so we're gonna have to sort of wheel him out and bring him to uh the location of the 10 o'clock event but i'll, I'll talk about that later but about the uh, the, the wind turbines. We have such a short memory. Uh, it was only maybe 20 years ago that uh, they discovered oil off the coast of New Jersey. And some of your major oil companies were you know, drilling exploratory wells to, uh, to see if, if you could really have commercial uh, oil deposits here. And, and at, there was evidence that you did have those oil deposits. And, of course, to, to drill the oil wells, you had to do the sonar testing, the same sonar testing they're doing for the wind turbines. And you had, I think, two whales died during that testing. And right away, the Environmental Protection Agency denounced the sonar testing. You're killing the whales. Greenpeace, uh, every the Sierra Club, every the Audubon Society, every single environmental group in the country said, shut down the exploration. You're killing the whales. And they stopped it. So it's just remarkable that you're doing uh, the same exact testing now for the wind turbines, and you're having uh, more whales, you know, 15, 20, 25 dead whales, exactly where they did that sonar testing. And all these government agencies that denounced that testing for oil turbines is saying it, uh, oil wells uh, say, well, it has, it has, has nothing to do. It's coincidence. So you just can't trust. Uh, our government agencies anymore, and you can't trust these so-called environmental watchdogs because um, Orsted, the wind turbine company, has been paying all this money uh, to these um, to these watchdogs uh, to communities, and he can't even trace the money because Orsted is giving money to Stockton College, and Stockton College is dishing out the money. But but there's so much money, you're just not getting the truth, and um, and that's why we have to be very skeptical. Uh, I, I, I agree with you there. I, I just don't understand why they don't study this, why they don't study what is causing the problem. And, but they say, oh, no, it's well, not. It's, it's not. Uh, it's, it's not. That's not the wind turbines. No, it's something else. They got hit by boats. You know, this. 
<laughs> yeah, because, yeah and, and the short answer is because the deal the deal has been made. Yeah, and Governor Murphy is running for either president or vice president. It's pretty obvious. He's checking off all the boxes of what you want to do if you want to be a Democratic candidate for president. Right. Bash gun owners, uh, mm. bash uh, you know pro life people, uh, you know bash uh, the police. Um, you know, just uh, and and of course be for wind energy. But the the really sad thing is you and I grew up in the 50s where we had popular science magazines, popular mechanics magazines. We loved science. We, we had in school, we had science fairs. We worried about Sputnik. If they taught uh, kids today normal basic science that we learned in eighth grade, this would not even be a political issue because everybody would know that you can't have a power grid uh, based on power sources that come and go, like the wind or, or the uh, or, or sunshine. Yeah, that you can't. Uh, you can't. I mean, I would love to see every high school in New Jersey set up a wind turbine and see if the wind turbine that they set up could power a microwave or a or or, or throw out a hot dog or or run or you know, run a, a washing machine. Because if you got into the real science, you, you would know it doesn't work. It can't work. The whole thing is a fraud. And, and I talk to people every day. Oh, I have a friend who has solar panels, and, and, and he, you know, they, they don't have any electric bill. Of course they don't have any electric bill. They're getting cash from the electric company, and that cash isn't coming from the meager amount of electricity that those solar panels produce um, you know, when the electric company doesn't even need it. Uh, if, if you really thought it, it worked, uh, why don't you disconnect from the grid and let the solar panels try to power your washing machine and see what happens? Uh, I mean, but it's just, it's bizarre, it's absurd, but, you know, people don't see it. Yeah, that's... that's Meanwhile... That's, yeah. <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, well, I, I like to do a do-over. Uh, Harry Hurley uh, really schooled me uh, yesterday on this program uh, by catching me unprepared. You know, I was uh, there. You know, I was on the air. He he wanted me to promote the event we're having at ten o'clock this morning with with Trevor Loudon, and he said, "You know what? Why should people support liberty and prosperity? What's your group all about? Um, can you give us a, a quick elevator pitch?" And I felt like I was like uh, Ralph Cramden, you know, doing that t- his first TV commercial. <laughs> so I I sort of went, "Ama ama ama." So so let me just briefly say why what liberty and prosperity is all about. Uh, uh, We teach what is no longer taught. Uh, In other words, if the schools and the colleges and the TV and the media and the corporations taught the greatness of America, the importance of our Constitution, uh, what makes America uh, so special and better than any other countries, you wouldn't need us to say that. And and part of it is to teach um, the the value of freedom, uh, of letting people make the most important decisions in their lives, how liberty brings prosperity. But that's only part of it. We also have to teach the things that you have to do as a citizen to have those things, how to run a meeting, how to organize a meeting, how to be a candidate for public office, how to find information, how to find out what's true and what's not true by doing critical thinking. We do that. That's our first mission. Our second thing, and and it it, it sounds simple, but we have conversations. And uh, it's so rare in America today to have open conversations on important public issues because people are afraid if I say this, they're going to call me a bigot. If I say this, uh, they're going to say I'm stupid. Uh, 
But but as as Benjamin Franklin pointed out 300 years ago, the key to getting smart is to make mistakes, to say what you think. It's okay to be wrong if you want to get to the truth. And if you say, gee, I was mistaken because I didn't know that, and somebody else told me something I didn't know before, that's no shame. That's no embarrassment. This is how you become smarter. So we have these open discussions every Saturday, and, and it's just like talk radio. Uh, you get smarter by doing it, and if you uh, say something wrong and you learn something from it, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. And the final thing that we do, uh, we're the organization. If you go to a football game and you have half the people in the stands rooting for one team and half rooting for the other team, we are the fans who are rooting for the referee, which is hardly anybody. But that's why we're often unpopular. We filed a lawsuit against the casinos because the casinos ignored the Constitution and the state ignored the Constitution. Uh, so they, they didn't pay the same taxes as everybody else. Uh, very often, uh, people want something from the government that's taken from somebody else. And, and when we stand in, we say, no, it's, it's not right. That's not what, what government is there for. Government is there to do the stuff that people can't do by themselves. Uh, it's not there to give you everything you want and you vote for somebody. And then because whatever the government gives to you, the government has to take away from somebody else. So we're sometimes un unpopular with that. But that's what we do. And, uh, and I think uh, after 20 years, we're having an impact, but we still need support. And, uh, and again, events like this give us the money to advertise on the John Tomasi show and, and let me uh, tell our views uh, every week. That's, well, that's good. <laughs> and you'll continue yeah, to yeah, do yes, that. Yes, I'll, I'll do it. I just want to give one example of, of, uh, of how we, we get the slanted news. Uh, I was watching uh, in, in a locker room at a local gym, uh, and CNN News was on, giving, you know, again, uh, whatever makes uh, Democrats look bad or Republicans look good is not news. You only see uh, a very slanted view of, of uh, reality because uh, the whole purpose of CNN News is to get you to support uh, woke Democrats for public office and to get you to hate Republicans. So I'm, I'm watching that, and of course, because the, most people know it's propaganda, um, you know, very, very few people watch CNN News, but it doesn't matter because they get enormous amount of advertising, and they get put on every cable channel, uh, and they're platformed anyway. So they could, uh, you know, they could turn off as many people as they want to, but the people who run CNN still get paid, still get their platform while conservative programs are, are knocked off the air like Newsmax. But I thought it was very significant, uh, not just the news uh, or the propaganda on CNN, but who was sponsoring them. And they have a whole bunch of new commercials on CNN by BlackRock. Now, who's BlackRock? They're a big Wall Street investment fund that, uh, you know, that, that, that state retirement funds are invested into, uh, a lot of people through their private brokers have it, have their IRAs and 401ks with BlackRock. But for the past year, BlackRock has been openly saying, we're not trying to get the best investments for our clients. We are doing what's called ESNG, um, environmental, social, and governance. Uh, we are using your investment money to promote the woke causes that we like. 
And sure enough, the the, um, the BlackRock commercial was no longer saying we will get you the best return on your dollar. They were saying we're going to give you a better, greener, uh, more loving world. So, so, so here you see that these woke corporations are hurting you in two ra- two ways. First, they're sponsoring propaganda that is destroying our country. But second, they're taking your retirement money, uh, your investment. Um, your state pension funds, your, um, your, your corporate union pension funds are invested there, and they don't even care about getting a return on your money anymore. All they care about is the people who run BlackRock getting their big salaries paid for by politicians. So, um, uh, so this is one of the things that Liberty and Prosperity does. We make people aware of this stuff that you see every day, but you don't pay attention to it unless you have these discussions and it, and it comes to your attention. So that's uh, that's the word for this week. Well, I'll I tell you what, I didn't know about that, about BlackRock. You just taught, taught me something I didn't know. So, oh, oh, absolutely. So, so you, you start Googling it and, and, uh, and you'll see. So, so you would think, and by the way, this is another uh, Governor Ron DeSantis thing. Uh, I believe he brought this to attention. I think he pulled all the Florida pension funds out of BlackRock. Uh, for that reason. Uh, but again, uh, you won't see this on most of the media and you, you have to pay attention. And that's why groups like libertyandprosperity.com are so important. And that's why when all the other lawyers who retired my age are playing pinochle and pickleball, <laughs> here I am at a, at a, at a VIP breakfast with Trevor Loudon about to take him over, uh, at 10 o'clock to the, um, to Sal's Cafe. So anyone who pays 75 bucks, uh, could keep us going for another year and really hear a fascinating speaker. In fact, I'm I'm at the house right now, and he's supposed to be on his way to the event. We're, we're going to have to get a hook and just drag him there because <laughs> the, the, the the six people with him right now just don't want to let go of him. You're right. Every every time he, he brings up a subject, it just leads to one fascinating fact that nobody knew before. Anyway, thank you again for uh, the opportunity, and uh, have a great week. Well, you too. You do the same, and good luck today with the event. At the uh, Sal's Coal Fire Pizza at uh, 10 o'clock. Trevor Loudon, the speaker. It's the big brunch with uh, liberty and prosperity. It's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We have Matt. We have John. Maybe we have you at 609-407-1450. More Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose again, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. Here he is, the leadoff hitter, right where he should be, 
the one and only Matt in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Ah, good morning, Coach. How are you, sir? Good. How about you? Good. Rolling with the punches, my brother. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah, that's right. Listen, I'm going to talk about eventually this Buddha judge, but <laughs> I, uh, Buddha judge, a judge, whatever Trump calls yeah. him. But uh, uh, I watched two speeches uh, recently about that chemical spill in, uh, you know, Ohio there. Um, yeah. Trump shows up on Trump Force One, his own jet, okay? He, he doesn't really even need Air Force One. He's got his own. He's got his own 747. So anyway, he shows up with that, but it's loaded. You know what it was loaded with? Water. All kinds of Trump water, of course. Uh, towels, blankets, and McDonald's. <laughs> he had McDonald's in there. That's his favorite. <laughs> you believe? He loved it. He goes, I know this menu better than anybody. Would he? All the kids, he fed all the kids that he could see. You know what I mean? He yeah. had to load it with it. Yeah. You know? But, you know, he, he walked around. He talked to the people. But, I mean, you know, I mean, that's leadership. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to yeah. get back to leadership. Well, okay. yeah. That, that's... He just went there. Buddha Judge showed Buddha up. He showed up uh, the next, I think he showed up on Thursday, didn't he? Thursday, yeah, he brought nothing but his uh, sweatsuit and his little sneakers with him, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but then I also watched, John, I, I, I listened to Erin Brockovich. Uh, she spoke there, I think, last night. Uh-huh. And the, you remember the movie, Erin Brockovich? Yeah, I sure do. I with, sure do. With Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts won an Academy Julia Award. Roberts. Yeah, she won an Academy Award for that. Yeah, she did. And the one scene in the movie where Julia Roberts pushes the water towards these people and says, drink the water. It's tap water. It's tap water. Yeah. And all the people at this meeting pushed it back to her. Yeah. All right. She goes, oh, you won't drink the water? Why? Well, she spoke in, in Palestine, Ohio last night, and you sure heard it. Nobody had a word to say back to her except just applause. You know, she goes, yeah. These, you don't know what's going to happen years down the road. With That's this, right. That's with, right. Down the road. That's right. Because look at 9-11. There's still to this day people dying of what they inhaled that day. Yes. Still people to this day. Yes. Okay. There are all kinds of different cancers and problems That's and right. whatnot. That's right. Okay. And Biden said he's not even going there. He said he outright said, "I don't need to go there." <laughs> Why'd you go to Ukraine and not not our? Well, there's there's money in Ukraine. Yeah, come on, come on, Matt. There's money in Ukraine for him. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> been, yeah for him and his son. Yes, but I mean, you know, this is why I like Trump. He is us first. Then we'll worry about everybody else. That's right. You know what I mean? That's that, right. That, that should be that should be the ticket. Yes, that's right. That should be the ticket. And as far as far as these whales go, do you know they they don't see very well. They go by sonar. Okay. Yeah. 
and they, they, they talk to each other by sonar. There's a series of ticks like that. They yeah. talk to the other pods, and the other pods talk back to them and say, hey, there's plenty of fish over here or whatever, plankton, whatever they're eating. Come over here. You can get some of this. And they're confused. They, they don't know which, they can't, they don't know which direction to go. They're confused. Yeah, the, the, the signals are off. Wind, wind yeah. turbine. Yeah, I, I get what you. They build these wind turbines. Yeah, well, what they do with these wind turbines is they use sonar to find out where they're going to set the next footer for the next uh, windmill. And then they go down to the next one and they're using, they're shooting a bunch of sonar through the water right now. And if you want to ask that Karen that you have coming on, I, I want to know if she agrees with me on that. I think they're confused. Yeah. And they're beaching themselves. Well, there, there's something. They're all mixed up. Well, I mean, how could they tell us? Oh, well, it's it's not the wind turbines. They're, they're, they're not. That, that's not affecting them. They're getting hit by boats. Well, how could they say that? No. They haven't studied it. They, no. they haven't studied it at all. So how could they say that? So it's just it's more of this PR campaign by Orsted. I guess maybe they're in their pockets. So I, I don't know, but I, I really don't know. But it's, 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 it's true. We, we really should. I mean, this has got to be studied. It's got to be studied. And that's all I'm saying. Matt, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. So, uh, 16 to 25 whales of beast. Hey, you got to crack a few eggs, right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, yeah, they, they want to build skyscraper high uh, windmills out in the unpredictable Atlantic Ocean with waves that can sink battleships. Now, that's brilliant. Now, Patrick Moore, the co founder of Greenpeace, the Environmental Protection Agency, said the Green New Deal is idiotic, okay? And that's the guy, that, he's the founder of a very liberal organization. Um, yeah, I just want to read something. I'm, I'm going to. It's a quote from CNN, unfortunately, but five people who work for an environmental... Res- I got it. Uh, five people who work for an environmental response consulting firm were killed in a plane crash Wednesday in Little Rock, Arkansas, while on their way to a metal factory explosion in Ohio. The plane was carrying employees of the Center for Toxology and Environmental Health when it took off from Bill and Hillary Clinton, oh boy, National Airport in Little Rock, Arkansas, around Wednesday. According to the firm and the Federal Aviation Administration, now they were off to investigate this... Uh, Metal fire, uh, the, I believe it killed one person and severely injured several others, 72 miles northwest of, uh, of East Palestine, the chemical, uh, that chemical uh, derailment, uh, that, that derailment of, train, of a train that caused a chemical spill that actually has poisoned a 20-mile radius around the, that, that town, okay? But also they're investigating the uh, Oak Ridge um, uranium fire. It's a uranium enrichment plant. It's, uh, that, could be, that could have been very dangerous. So, what, you know... As far as, um, you know, Mr. Grossman bringing up BlackRock, I mean, they're no different from the uh, Wall Street financiers that gave Leon Trotsky billions of dollars of gold bullion to finance the Bolshevik Revolution, or those Amer- American industrialists that built the Autobahn for the National Socialists. That, that was originally built to transport military equipment. So, yeah, if you don't think that there's a hidden hand, then uh, you need to wake up and smell the coffee, bro. Uh, bro and thanks. Thanks. Thanks for calling, John. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. It is Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're going to talk to Bob and then we'll talk to Elmer 
And maybe we'll talk to you after the break at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose in just a moment. But first, we got to tell you about B.F. Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And I've always told you, look up, look down when you go in there because they have things on the, the, the bottom of the shelves and the top of the shelves, places where you don't look. And then you say, gee, I didn't know they had that. And I, I mentioned coffees uh, last week, and uh, Chris Coleman said to me, gee, I didn't know they had gourmet coffees, so I'm going to get some. <laughs> so, well, now you know. So it's it's just one of those things that you've got to look around and really study because it's not a big store, but they really pack it in with specialty items. B.F. Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere Best of the press for eight years in a row for gift baskets and fruit baskets. And, and that, of course, is what you want to do when you want to send something to somebody who is maybe far away or maybe close by. Whatever the case happens to be, gift baskets and fruit baskets from B.F. Mazio make a perfect gift. And, of course, if you don't want to cook, well, you know, they, they've, got, they've got tons of prepared foods. And if I tried to mention them all... I would be here till 12 o'clock mentioning all of the prepared foods. They have some salmon dishes and some pastas and some chicken dishes. You know, you'll find a variety of prepared foods. And if you don't want to cook, that's the thing to do. And, of course, the soups, the homemade soups are second to none. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com bfmazio.com is the website. Check it out, bfmazio.com. We will come back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. A mostly cloudy start to the weekend today. Bit of snow this afternoon. No real accumulation, though. The high today, 36. Clouds will break tonight. We're going down to 21. A mix of clouds and sunshine. Tomorrow it's breezy. It's the best day of the weekend with a mild high tomorrow of 53. Cloudy on Monday, a couple of showers, a little cooler. Monday's high, 47. I'm AccuWeather's forecaster, Rose Tamburino, on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
If you would like to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net. jdadv1 at comcast.net. Feel free to email me anything you like, program suggestions, pro, con, whatever. We take it all on. jdadv1 at comcast.net. And, of course, you can like us on Facebook at Talk With A Purpose. At Talk With A Purpose is our Facebook address. And, of course, our show is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Bob in Cape May or in Florida or wherever he is. Bob, good morning. <laughs> still, still in Florida there, John. Oh, hey, man. look, uh, this Pete Budedge Edge, I love how Trump, you know, like you, you kind of mocked his name. Yeah, you know, kind of, yeah but, but this guy, this guy is he's symbolic of what's totally wrong with the biden administration yes from the start his vice presidential pick not based on qualifications uh purely based on checking off that's right that's right minority or some kind of lgbtq queer whatever uh i mean look this this some of these appointments like this this uh, Richard Levine, who became Rachel Levine, yes, uh, who who was an absolute disaster as the Pennsylvania Health Secretary. So he or she put his the the mother was taken out of the nursing homes when COVID was killing everybody in the nursing homes. She was mandating that people go in nursing homes, but of course her mother can't can't happen to her mother. No. So, yeah, yeah. This, these people are disasters. And, of course, the, uh, the, the guy that steals the, uh, steals the luggage and dresses up as a woman, I mean, you know, that, 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 <laughs> that freak. I mean, but, but, no, it just it goes way beyond those two. two they're, they're probably the worst examples. But it goes, goes beyond that completely. You've got Supreme Court justices that he nominated, and, and uh, the one has been confirmed, who cannot define what a woman is. Uh, it, it, where is this going to end? And, you know, this Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she was so correct after, after Plugs Biden's State of the Union address. Yeah. It, it's not between right and left. It's between normal and a freak show. Yeah, I'm it is. It really is. I don't think she's it, it, a freak show. But. She, no, she said crazy, but you, you're right. I mean, freak show, crazy, yeah. whatever. Oh, by the way, Bob, thank you for sending me that email. Uh, I'll let you give the results of that. Uh, what was it? New Hampshire primary? Uh, the, the poll? In the New, New Hampshire H- poll. Yeah, yeah. New Hampshire poll, I think, was, was DeSantis 42% Trump 30 and 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 the rest of the field. You know, yeah, it was like two percent, one percent. Yeah, uh, right, right. Well, well, ne- next, uh, just a, a heads up, and and look, I know we've got a lot of Trump supporters, and hey, look, I'm a Trump supporter, but this time around, you know, I think DeSantis is the guy. Yeah, but anyway, I do too. Uh, he, he's going to be on for an hour with Mark Levin tomorrow, um, in depth, one hour interview. Let's hear what he has to say. Um, let's hear what he has to say. Yeah. You know, I think, I think if, if you love Trump policies, I think we'll, we'll get 95% of those with the Santas. That's what I think. Yeah. So. Okay, Bob, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I appreciate that the email that you sent me. Uh, that made me feel good. 
42 to 30, DeSantis for, and, and, and versus Trump. Well, it's only a New Hampshire primary poll, so who knows? We'll see. Elmer in Maryland. Hello, Elmer. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, hey, John. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I, you know, this whole yeah, this whole week is just crazy. You know, I got we got the president going overseas, which he got permission from Putin. We got people jumping on the bandwagon in Ohio. And it's like it's all a moneymaker thing for people right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got this. They talked about that lady that made that film that going there. She went there with an entourage, and you know, they're capitalizing on money. Sure, and everybody else did too. Sure, I mean, and it's like uh, overseas, they do the same thing. You know, China's going to back Russia. Well, you can't use this missile because we didn't make enough of them, but use this one. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> ludicrous. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, you know, well, well, Biden's been in the pocket of Ukraine for quite some time. So, you know, we know that. Why do you think he went over there again? Uh, it's just, you know, it's more of the same, more of the same. Yet people will vote for Biden. I, uh, you know, the first lady said he's yeah, going to run. Let's put the air raid sirens in the background. Yeah, yeah, you know, let's yeah. Let's some air, you know, let's, let's just do the drama thing. Did you see the first lady said that uh, Joe's going to run again? <laughs> yeah he tripped on trump water going up the right US one yeah. the other day right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, <laughs> all right john it's always a pleasure <laughs> thanks for the call thanks for the call armor well uh, he's going to take time out from his uh from selling real estate to talk to us so we'll talk to him rich barely is on the line rich good morning welcome to talk with the purpose Hey, John. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Rich? Actually, I'm I'm waiting. I'm going to uh, go into uh, Seth's uh, breakfast. Oh, good, good. Um, with uh, Trevor Landau or L- Loudon. Loudon. Yeah, Trevor Loudon. Yeah. 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 Um, I've heard him speak before, and uh, he's very, very interesting to give insight on, uh, you know, what's hap- really happening uh, with our government. And uh, it's frustrating. I get, uh, you know, we get hit. At every level, you know, the federal, the state, Biden, giving billions of dollars away unaccountably, uh, you know, not addressing things. So, you know, you never know where to start and what subject. But um, I'm picking one uh, subject this morning uh, that I wanted to uh, uh, talk to you about is uh, the whales, the windmills, um, the killing of the whales. Uh, the destruction of our oceans and environment and so forth. And I'm, I'm a fisherman, I think, you know, and, uh, you know, I really enjoy it. I've been down here, I think, 45 years, and uh, I think they're going to ruin our area. I don't think, uh, from what I've read, that it's going to uh, be efficient, that cost-effective. It's just being jammed down our throats. And um, on Monday... In Upper Township, there's a very, very key critical meeting that I understand, and it's about um, a redevelopment zone that they have over there to receive the power for the windmills. And if we can go out there, which I will be there, in opposition, hopefully they change their mind, and that would be a really good, positive breaking point there. I also, uh, and it's 4.30 
at the Upper Township uh, Township Hall building um, on Tuckahoe Road. Okay. So it's important, and uh, it's important that if there's issues near and dear, get out and do something. I'm not talking about you, your audience, and I'm talking to myself. Make a difference because if you sit back and you see something like these windmills and they continue to kill and, and, and at the end of the day when they're out there and they're not efficient and our electric bills, you know, get skyrocket, then all you have to do is look in the mirror and say, what did I do? What did I do to make a difference? And, that's what I'm just challenging yeah. the audience. Monday yeah. at 4.30, but there's other meetings. There's Defend uh, Brigantina site, and there's um, you know, there's several sites out there. Uh, Save Our Coastal Area, I think it is. But if you go on uh, Facebook, there's all kinds of sites out there that people can step up and really make a difference on. Uh, hopefully, at yeah. least try. Did you, uh, did you sign the petition? Palestina has a petition out. Palestina.org slash Wales. Did you get that one? No. Yeah. No, uh, I, uh, I, I will. Yeah. Palestina.org. He's going uh, to have an. Um, go ahead. Uh, it's Palestina.org uh, slash Wales. And it's very simple. You just go on there and say you're uh, you're in favor of uh, you know, stopping the, uh, the, the this uh, offshore drilling. That's that's all. So you can do that. But uh, what else did you have, Rich? Yeah. Well, that, that's it. It's just stand up because we cannot <clears throat> sit back. Is that it's, the, the can is all, all the way down to the one yard line. So it's a battle to be able to stop this. And you can also uh, there's a trump card, I believe, is that if you write to uh, Congressman Van Drew and other key players in Congress and to defund the offshore windmills. That's a card that maybe, maybe can be played um, at the final hour because it's controlled by the Republicans. So let's get them to stand up and uh, uh, be counted for and see if they have the uh, courage, which Van Drew is. He, he's really behind. Well, yeah, uh, he, he wants to prohibit it. He, he wants to prohibit right. this. So, I mean, he right. wants to stop it altogether. So, well, the, where where are the realtors? Where are the hotel motel associations? I'm challenging them too. Get out there, the builders, the property owners, you know, down here is get out and and get involved and write to the Congress, write to the state representatives. Congratulations to uh, Senator Palestina and the team there, and uh, maybe maybe Senator Testa. But we all got to get do something because if we sit back and and say, oh, man, they're there. And and you didn't do anything about it. Shame on you. Okay. Hey, Rich, thanks a lot for the call. And uh, certainly uh, good advice there. 609-407-1450. It's Talk With a Purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Remember, we will have Commissioner Karen Fitzpatrick on at 10 o'clock. And uh, she's agreed to come on. And we thank her for that. And uh, she'll tell us about the, the public meeting uh, last Tuesday and about uh, her stance on this whole thing. So 609-407-1450 is our number, and it's uh, 
Talk with a purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. More show after these words. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at BernieFriedenbergWorldWar2Memorial.com. Oh, boy, that, that was a quick break. <laughs> oh, Talk for the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Pete in Summers Point. Pete, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Good morning. Good morning, John. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Pete? Fine, thank you. Um, I couldn't believe this morning, but when you have an idiot, a total idiot, for uh, president and vice president, what else can you say? Yes. Putting, really? American tr- putting, putting American troops in Taiwan. This guy, please excuse me, this guy is out to start World War Three and get us all killed. Yeah, yeah, that that, you know, that because, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. That, that that's <laughs> because there's no way we can win against China in our present situation. No, nope. It's sad. It really and is. What's even, and what's even worse? What's even worse, uh, John? To picture, I, I I cannot picture Joe Biden as a wartime president. I'm I, sorry. I can't either. You know, I can't. Either. I mean, FDR, FDR. Yes, he had polio, but he had he had a sharp mind, and it didn't affect his cognitivity. This guy, he falls upstairs. He he dawdles around. Where am I? And and people can't see. And not only that, you have John Fetterman. Now, how many times has is he going to be in the hospital? So this is. Two times already, and he's not even there. What three months? Right. Yeah. Well, that that is the biggest joke of all because he never should have been able to run. I mean, why would they run a guy who's had a stroke? And he had, you know, I had a stroke, but it was a mild one. But his stroke was much more severe, and you know, and he's got heart problems. I mean, how could you? How could you be in the U.S. Senate? With that kind of a situation, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. You know, and, and you know what makes matters worse? According to the president's physician, who most likely is uh, uh, Doctor Doolittle, <laughs> yeah. um, he he's given the president a clean bill of health, a clean bill of health. Uh, boy. You know, <laughs> Believe it or not, I have called, as always, a gentleman, which I always am. I have called the Speaker of the House's office, and in a very uh, gentlemanly, polite way, uh, I implored on them, you know, um, that the president get a cognitive test from a third-party doctor. In other words, 
In other words, a doctor that isn't influenced uh, by the dark side of the force. Yeah, yeah. Or the, uh, a third-party doctor. Because well, let me tell you, there is no way in hell, excuse me, yeah. that he could pass one. Yeah, he could, and it's uh, very probably. doubtful yeah. if Kamala could pass one. <laughs> because she... She face it. She. I'm. I'm not a, a bad person, but face. You could see her, hear her. She's quite a few French fries short of a happy meal. Yes, that's right. That's and right. And, and I don't want to go with the press secretary. Okay. Oh, geez, that's you know, that's even worse. I mean, you went from bad makes, to worse to worser. <laughs> you know something? I am not a bad person. Far from it. I am. I mean, I respect uh, people of different lifestyles, and you know, if they're happy, you're happy for them. Yeah. But you know something? If you are, if if a person leads an alternative lifestyle and they're not qualified, well, I'm sorry, I can't deal with that. Yeah, that, but not if qualified. They are yeah. qualified. Yeah, that, that, I wish that's them the best. Different luck story. In the whole yeah, world. Different story. But yeah, you I know. mean, but uh, me a, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah. All right, have a blessed day. Oh, yeah, you too. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Biden, Kamala, the, the, no, they're not qualified, but they're there. You know, like I said, people are dopes, they will vote. I mean, how could they have voted for Biden? I, I just don't understand it. But they did because they didn't want Trump. And now look what you got. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Um, regarding that plane uh, that was carrying those five uh, members of the response consulting firm, it exploded. It was uh, people that were near the crash. They heard they were there when they saw the plane explode in midair. They saw that it, it didn't crash; it was it was it was blown up. So that that you know this I mean, unless those people's eyes fooled them, they they know what they saw and heard. They were standing nearby; it only traveled one mile. So that that looks suspicious to me. But uh, Rich Barely said all this craziness is being crammed down our throats. Back in American Revolutionary days, they had to stamp act, which was King George III's insignia had to be stamped on everything that American colonists could buy or sell. And also uh, was the prohibition of colonial script, having Americans control their own monies, was the principal cause for revolution, according to Ben Franklin. So that we don't need another destructive civil war, uh, uh, super geniuses out there, uh, on, you know, to think that that would help the situation, you know. Burn burn the whole uh, society down so they can roll the ash, right? No, we right. need an American Revolution 2.0. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for the call, John. Well, we need something, that's for sure. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 FM. And, well, we'll, we'll get to this eventually, uh, but I wanted to tell <laughs> Governor Phil Murphy. Yes, Governor Phil. He's, he's, I mean, he's a great governor. Not. The, uh, remember the pandemic where there were churches closed you remember that? And, and, you know, he went on Tucker Carlson and said, uh, Tucker said, well, what about the Bill of Rights and the, the ability to worship and all of that? He said, well, that's above my pay grade. But he never, never closed the liquor stores. Remember the, oh, well, uh, the, the essential businesses are open, but non-essential are going to close. 
liquor stores were essential businesses. <laughs> he kept them open. <laughs> now, Governor Murphy wants more liquor licenses, which would create more revenue. Murphy said over the next few years, we gradually relax the requirement, uh, that's to get a liquor license, and expand the number of available licenses until the restriction is eliminated in its entirety and the market can work freely. Eventually, he wants to get rid of liquor licenses and just wants a free-for-all. Anybody, oh, you want to sell liquor? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) More licenses, less restriction, and more drunks. That's the motto. We need more drunk people is what we need. That's according to Phil Murphy. Well, you figure, and, 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 you know, Bob said earlier, he's running for something. I mean, vice president, well, I don't think, I don't think he's foolish enough to run for president. But, you know, he's lobbying to be uh, maybe vice president with the hair and the, the glasses and all of that stuff. But he wants more liquor licenses. <laughs> That's the last thing. That's the last thing we need in New Jersey. Oh, hour number one is in the books. Hour number two is on the way. Karen Fitzpatrick, county commissioner. And she's going to talk about the whales and the meeting and all that good stuff. 609-407-1450 will be our number. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also heard on 1450 AM. And we're always streaming at WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. WPGTalkRadio.com, of course, is the website. We are pleased to have with us County Commissioner Karen Fitzpatrick. She's going to talk about, uh, well, <laughs> I'll, let her, I'll let her tell us what she's going to talk about. 609-407-1450, our number. Karen, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, John. Thanks for inviting me. Um, as I represent all of the residents of Atlantic County, I thought it was important to uh, have take this opportunity to give them information that they may not get through usual channels. Well, that's that's a good thing, and I'm glad you came on. Uh, first of all, sort of, you had a meeting the other night, a public meeting Tuesday, uh, that the county commissioners held, and what was the purpose of that? That was our regularly scheduled commissioners meeting. We meet twice a month, always at 4 p.m., always at the Stillwater Building in Northfield. Uh, people can attend either in person or by streaming online. And uh, what uh, 
what kind of things happened at that meeting? Okay, so so as, as you know, uh, there was a public meeting, an educational session at the Brigantine Community School on February 11th, where the organizers called for attendees to call their representatives and tell them to support a moratorium on the offshore wind project. Uh, I attended, uh, Frank Ballas was there, Rich Days was there, and, uh, and there was an agenda item for the next meeting, which was this past Tuesday, the 21st, that called for the moratorium work on, on the offshore wind work. And what was the result of that? Well, uh, during the meeting, you know, the, the format of the meeting is that the resolution is presented, there's discussion by the commissioners and then, uh, without interruption, and then there can be public comment, again, without interruption. It's not a conversation, it's people voicing their opinions. And then uh, we vote on the resolution, and the outcome was that it passed 7 to 2. Um, but during the meeting, I heard people making arguments that really weren't relevant to offshore wind, but pertain to land-based wind energy projects, like birds being killed. Birds and bats have been killed by turbines on land, but studying birds' flight along our shore, we find they fly seven miles out. And this project is going to be 15 miles out. Um, one woman told us that Israel stopped building wind farms due to the bird issue. Now, I'm not sure if that's true, but again, it's land versus offshore. And another woman mentioned that a bald eagle was killed by a wind turbine. And actually, I read that it were three bald eagles killed by a land-based wind turbine. And that company was fined $8 million for endangering our national birds. Uh, another comment was that uh, this was untested farm technology, but in reality, the first wind farm in the U.S. was built in 1980 in California, again on land. And the first offshore wind farm was built in 1991 in Denmark. So the technology certainly has improved over the last 40 years. Okay, let's let's kind of get to the issue here, Karen. Uh, the title mm -hmm. of your, your recent editorial... Uh, I believe you wrote it about two weeks ago in the press. And it said, don't let false attacks delay offshore wind. So why don't you explain your position on that? Sure. Thanks, John. Uh, well, really, the, uh, first of all, it's the editorial staff who chooses the title, but it does reflect the theme of my essay. We've been chasing wind energy for years. We live in a particularly sensitive area as it relates to the consequences of climate change, namely, namely flooding. It's flooding here more than ever and impacting people's daily lives. Secondly, wind energy will increase our national security by lessening our dependence on foreign oil and gas. Look what's happening in Europe, where many countries are suffering because they've relied on Russian fuels. The attacks on wind are not based on facts, as has been stated many times in the media by many different government and independent scientific organizations. Even the Marine Mammal Stranding Center 
which the organizer of the Brigantine meeting praised, and I feel is a jewel in our area, and the only member of the Stranding Network, a national Stranding Network in New Jersey, has stated these deaths are not related to the offshore wind project. On Tuesday, the Marine Mammal Commission became the third federal agency to reject a link between the deaths and the offshore wind energy industry. Despite a growing narrative among offshore wind opponents that probing the ocean floor to prepare for wind uh, project is killing whales. The commission said that the number of whale strandings is not unusual. 10 or more humpback whales have stranded each year since 2016 with a high of 34 in 2017. And, you know, it's, it's past time to stop kicking this project down the road. We, we are in a desperate situation as far as climate change is concerned, affecting not only Brigantine, not only Atlantic County, not only New Jersey or the country, but the entire world. We, we are not alone in this. This is a world crisis, and we have an opportunity to do something about it here off the shore of New Jersey. All right. I hear you on that, but... but- let me uh, let me say this, and you made reference to the articles in the press. They've emphatically stated that the offshore drilling had nothing to do with the whale deaths. Okay. Yet, all I'm saying, and my audience is saying, and politicians are saying, what is causing the deaths? What is it specifically? And... We don't know that yet because we haven't studied it. So do you agree that maybe we should study it a little more? Or or what's your take on that? Well, you know, we're so divided and there's so much anger between groups of people. And we've been at the maximum anxiety level for a number of years now that everyone seems ready to pop no matter what the issue is. Uh, Sometimes I'm too direct in, in what I say and uh you know i try to be the best elected official i can be but my honest opinion is that politicians want to keep their constituents happy and tell them what they want to hear it's not easy being a lone voice in a crowd but being in the minority on the board of commissioners i sometimes have to do that when i know in my heart and my head which is the right thing to do so as far as uh, evidence supporting you know either side of this conversation How do you prove a negative? How do you prove that something didn't happen? How about the beach nourishment project that began in Ocean City in November and 10 whales died once that dredge began operating 24-7 until last week? Why don't we ask the Army Corps to prove it wasn't them? Or how about labor issues on the West Coast causing increased traffic to the ports of New York and New Jersey, which is the second most busy port in the country. Let's ask all the cargo ships entering those ports to prove they didn't do it. There, you might remember there was a large die-off of dolphins, 70, in July of 1987, and it took months to find out the cause, but it was found to be a virus that was new and the dolphins had no immunity to it. So I, I do think that we'll be able to find out what's going on as time goes by, but 
in my head and in my heart of hearts, I know that we cannot stop this project from going forward. It is too important to our country, our our region, for so many ways, for so many reasons. Um, did you know that the uh, the census in 2020 uh, showed a decrease in population in Atlantic County from 2010? No, I didn't. We can't. Yeah, decrease. We ha- we. We are putting the burden of property taxes on too few residents in Atlantic County. We need more people here to share the fixed costs, roads, bridges, you know, the basic necessities. And we in Atlantic County deserve to have more than that. We do not, we shouldn't have to live with austerity measures to to balance our books at the county. We should be able to you know, invest in, in extras. We should have uh, beautiful bridges connecting our islands to the mainland instead of 100-year-old drawbridges that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to maintain with, with custom-made parts because they don't exist anymore. We, we need more than what we have, and we need this industry to come to Atlantic County and in the entire southern New Jersey region. We, we have missed out on so much development because of our location. We are really a rural area. And, and this, is, this is a gift to us. We are uniquely situated where no other area is situated. Uh, Salem County is, is uh, constructing a wind port with a $500 million investment, putting people to work there. They haven't had a, a growing industry in decades. And, and this is what we need. It is, it is only going to benefit us. The, the, the wind project is projected to reduce carbon emissions by 2.2 million tons annually, the equivalent of taking 400,000 cars off the road. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. But, but do you think that we're ever going to find out what, what caused these whale deaths? I mean, what are we up to 16 now? I mean, Absolutely. Well, when do you think we will find out? Well, it, it's going to take time for scientists to do their work methodically and thoroughly and carefully. But again, waiting for that to happen and stopping now, what would ultimately provide a safer environment for marine life would be irresponsible and unwise for many reasons. Um, fighting climate change is just one. And again, lessening our dependence on foreign fuel is another. We, we are, you know, we've invested in educating our workforce. Atlantic Cape Community College was granted $2.9 million to construct their Wind Energy Institute where they're training technicians. ACIT uh, was granted another $1.5 million for the same reason. And these are careers that will pay seventy to a hundred thousand dollars a year to people without college degrees. That's going to sustain a family, isn't that what we want for the residents oh, of Atlantic County? Absolutely, absolutely. But but I got to ask you this, Karen, because we here and, and Seth Grossman is on our show every week, and he is constantly talking about these wind turbines. When there's no wind, they don't generate any electricity. So have you studied that or have you been privy to any information that says 
these wind turbines do generate electricity? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, each, each of the, well, the turbines that we're going to be getting are the latest and greatest uh, in the industry. They're manufactured by General Electric. They are self-contained, reducing uh, oil leaks or, you know, uh, any um, uh, catastrophes like that. Uh, they're, they're direct drive motors, meaning that the energy created by the blade is, is immediately and automatically turned into kinetic energy, which then transforms into electricity. I, I don't have it in front of me. I think I can find it real quick. How the, uh, how much electricity, it's like 60, 60, uh, Okay. Uh, we, we are. Go ahead. Uh, some folks want to talk to you, Karen, uh, and uh, we're going to go to the phones. Bill is in Ocean City. Bill, you're on with County Commissioner Karen Fitzpatrick. Good morning. Um, I have a, a concern that uh, proponents of windmills and fighting climate change never mention the sun. And solar scientists have predicted, including agencies like NASA and NOAA, that our sun is about to enter, if it's not already entering, a grand solar minimum, something that happens every three to 400 years. So in the next several decades, we can expect the Earth to cool significantly and maybe even enter a, a little ice age. Um, these windmills have trouble in freezing weather. And we may be entering a time when we have temperatures uh, that we've never experienced before. And... Why don't the, why don't you guys consider the uh, effects of the sun uh, on our climate and and the, and the real possibility that these will not work because of global cooling? Okay, Bill, uh, we'll let uh, Karen answer the question. Thanks for the call, Karen. Sure, thanks. Thanks for the question. Um, honestly, global climate global cooling is something that I haven't discussed or haven't really heard of this, this is the first time my of my uh my reading and uh, education has shown me that we are experiencing global warming 
caused by carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, creating uh, like a cover around the earth and not allowing uh, uh, heat to escape, creating what, what we know as the greenhouse effect. So global cooling, uh, I got to say that's a new one on me. Okay, Karen, we're coming up on a break. Could you hang in for a few minutes with us? Absolutely, John. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Uh, we're coming up on a break. It's a Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Our guest is Karen Fitzpatrick, County Commissioner of Atlantic County. And uh, she's talking about the whales and her position on it, uh, not to let the uh, drilling stop, offshore drilling. And uh, we're getting some more questions. Uh, we'll talk to Mark. And we'll talk to Bob, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. More talk with a purpose in just a moment. But first, we're going to talk about no controversy here. Lexus of Atlantic City, the finest automobile on the market today. It, yeah, that's right. I, and I'll tell you, I drive one, and I've been driving one since 2007. Have I been around that long? <laughs> yeah, I have. It, it's really a, a great car, and... Everybody who gets in says, geez, this car really rides. It's like it floats and it does. And, you know, I've converted a few people to Lexus along the way. And my niece drives one and uh, her father-in-law drives one. And hey, look, you may want to drive one too. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT online at aclexus.com aclexus.com and you can check out the website because you'll see some of the pre-owned vehicles and the new vehicles they're all right there and you may want to go with the pre-owned because they are l certified and what that means is lexus says these are premium premier pre-owned vehicles and you may want to check out that and you may want to save some money yeah sure that that's a good idea Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT, online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. Stop in, ask for Helen. She'll uh, show you around, and really, you won't have any hype or any any uh, any of that stuff that you get at the traditional car dealer. We'll come back with more of Talk With a Purpose and Karen Fitzpatrick in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Nine years ago, South Jersey Gas Company had a great idea. They wanted to build a natural gas pipeline between Millville and the electric power plant near Milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. It would have been underground along Route 49, an existing paved road. It would have brought cheap, clean, and abundant natural gas from Pennsylvania to the power plant and to local homes and businesses. Woke Democrats used one blatant lie after another to block it. They falsely claimed the pipeline would cause forest fires and poison water in the Pinelands. Every Stockton professor and high school science teacher knew these were lies, but they all kept quiet. Now the power plant is gone. We'll soon have blackouts and big hikes in gas and electric bills. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. LibertyAndProsperity.com. Thanks. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, our guest, Karen Fitzpatrick. She is Atlantic County Commissioner. And if you want to call Karen in her office, 609-645-5922. That's 609-645-5922. 
And, of course, Karen is here with us, and uh, we have some calls. We're going to go to them right now. Mark in Margate. Mark, good morning. You're on with Karen Fitzpatrick, County Commissioner. Uh, how are you doing, John? How are you today? Okay, um, Mark. I wanted to talk about a couple things over here, first of which is the cause of these whale deaths. You know, what I've been reading here, there, here and there online is that 40% of all these whale deaths are caused by human whale interaction. That is boats and things like that, getting in touch with whales uh, and, and causing injury to the whales and causing them to die as well. You're also dealing with the fact that a lot of deaths from whales are caused by viruses and other kinds of issues that marine mammals have and everything like that. And, and Karen is right about a lot of things over here is that most of the scientists that have studied this issue have indicated this is a part of a pattern that's been going on for a number of years. Whales are dying and there's no real clear um, definitive way of ascertaining if this is the result of anything to do with wind farms. Okay. Uh, well, I read that same thing that you read about the 40%. So uh, let's let Karen answer the, the question. And thanks for the call, Mark. Karen? Um, thanks. Uh, I, I the, the question was, well, uh, I'm he, not sure. He, well, he was talking about uh, he read the same thing I read that 40 percent of the mm -hmm. uh, deaths were from, you know, them hitting the boats and so on and so forth. And right. some of the deaths are uh, from viruses or whatever. Uh, what's your take on that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, the shipping lanes are only getting more and more crowded. <laughs> Um, rising water temperatures are causing the bait fish to change their pattern, um, uh, making the, the whales find their food uh, in more crowded areas closer to the shore. Um, warming waters is not only affecting us here at the Jersey Shore. I was, I was on a webinar um, this week with a councilwoman from East Hampton, New York, the very tip of Long Island, near Montauk, and, and some of your listeners may remember a Seinfeld is, uh, episode that dealt with the Montauk lobsters and, and what a delicacy they were and a huge piece of their uh, economic, uh, you know, what, what the people did for a living were lobstermen, and th that industry is now gone. She said the lobsters are gone because they moved north because the water is too warm. And that's a town of 20,000 in the winter that grows to 100,000 in the summer. They depend on their seafood and, the, and their water recreation for their lives. And climate change has, has really decimated them. They are now uh, constructing what's called South Fork Wind, another wind farm. And they are thrilled to death about it because they don't have enough electricity. <clears throat> So I think it all depends on where you are, how you're feeling about it. Um, you know, I, I understand that people aren't, that people are uh, suspicious about, about uh, the things that they hear um, because they're, they're used to, uh, you know, consumer protection laws have, have been decimated and, and uh, 
manufacturers and advertisers can tell us whatever they want, and it's up to the consumer to figure out what's true. And, and so that makes you a little suspicious about just about everything that you hear. So it, it's normal. It's, it's to be expected. But it also, uh, you know, Americans, we're, we're intelligent people. We can listen to information and make our own decisions. When we listen to all the information from both sides, both perceptions and find the truth somewhere in the middle. You know, I've been thinking about this and, and you mentioned the lobster industry, you know, fishing and, and clamming is a big industry here. So is yep. there is there a chance that maybe and, and this is how I think and some of the people think this way, too. Is there a chance that we'll have well, we have whale deaths now. But maybe this will affect other uh, fish, other species, in the long run. Do you do you think that, or what do you say about that? Well, actually, it's been shown that the bases of the wind turbines in the ocean create new artificial reefs and actually expand rec- recreational fishing activities and the revenue that comes with that. Um, Somewhere along the line in the last week or so, I heard about a million-dollar mussel industry that was growing uh, here on the East Coast. Um, I can't give you the exact facts on that. Um, additionally, at the meeting that we had on Tuesday night, we there was a commercial crabber who uh, made a couple of statements, and he said that he's not concerned about this at all. It's not going to impact his livelihood, and he welcomes the turbine. Um, the wind industry, uh, Orsted and Atlantic Shores, have um, made agreements and reached compromises with commercial fishers, and, you know, it, it's it's moving forward in that in that area. So I don't think that it's going to have a detrimental effect on fishing either commercially or recreationally. Okay, Bob and Kate May. Bob, you're on with County Commissioner Karen Fitzpatrick. Hello, Karen. I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, And I want to make something clear, though, here. Your arguments here, they're based on half-truths. And and a lot of them are... um, I, I, with all due respect, are, are borderline idiotic. Now, I give you, I give you this fact. Yes, the Earth is warming, and it is due to greenhouse gases. However, what you apparently do not understand, and what a lot of the, the climate, the, the Green New Deal uh, people that are pushing this down the throat of the American working class. Is this here, and it's ver- it's, this is also science. Okay, it is absolutely correct. If we adopt everything that is on the wish list of the Green New Deal and the Paris Climate Accords, if this country adopts all those measures by the turn of this coming century, by 2021, our temperature, the temperature of the Earth, will decline. Will decline. One will decline three one thousandths of a degree. And the reason being here, the big polluters, the big contributors to greenhouse gases are China, India, Africa. And the people in these countries, 
they are not going to go for expensive alternative energies. These people want heat. They want to be able to heat their homes. They want to be able to use cars. And in these emerging nations, they are not going to going to go with with green the, the inefficient greenhouse <coughs> measures that that are being pushed down our throats. Uh, what is not in dispute here is that if if we go all wind, all solar, forget about nuclear, which is ridiculous. We should be pushing nuclear, but. What is indisputable is that the working people of the United States are going to have their electricity costs triple and maybe even quadruple. So, and one other point I want to make, people in, in the world die at a rate of 25 to 1 from exposure to cold. For every 25 that died for exposure to cold, one dies for exposure to heat, okay? So warming is maybe not that bad a thing. I know in South Jersey, you had a very, very mild winter, and we've had a lot of mild winters. That's not that always a bad thing. Uh, the green initiatives in the long run, yeah, they make sense, but right now they're totally inefficient. Okay, they're Bob. totally inefficient. Okay, Bob, let, right, the, let, let, uh, let Karen answer uh, your points. Karen? Okay, thanks, John. Well, the first thing I want to say is that I, you know, in prepping for this conversation, I read on Orsted's website this morning that they are building a factory in China because there is so much demand for wind energy there. Uh, secondly, um, you know, nothing's perfect. This is what we have. You're right. You're right. Nuclear energy is, would be the cleanest and most efficient, but there's been so much uh, negativity piled on nuclear energy because of, you know, going back as far as Three Mile Island and, and uh, you know, the, the accident that happened there. That's not fresh in people's minds, but it's created a culture of negativity toward nuclear in this country. In Germany... They are using small nuclear um, reactors in neighborhoods to power 10, 20 homes and, and uh, you know, using them successfully. Will we get there? I hope so. Maybe. maybe. I don't know if it'll be uh, while I'm, uh, you know, a proponent of renewable energy. But he, you're right that, that that would be the ultimate. Uh, we're just not there in America. Okay, Karen, uh, we got a couple of more calls. Uh, we're going to take a break, and then uh, we'll wrap this thing up. Karen Fitzpatrick, County Commissioner, she's here with us. She's a guest on our show, and uh, we're we're kind of delving into this issue of uh, the whales and renewable energy and versus not renewable energy, and we're having that discussion. 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More Talk with a Purpose with Karen Fitzpatrick in just a moment. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day there's a fair amount of volatility. 
You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Going to be mostly cloudy, colder for the rest of the afternoon. A bit of snow, high 36. Clouds breaking tonight with a low dip into 21. Warmer tomorrow with times of clouds and sun. Breezy in the afternoon, but the best day of the weekend. Enjoy. High 53. Back at it Monday, becoming cloudy for that. A couple of showers in the afternoon, the high 47. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to reach County Commissioner Karen Fitzpatrick, her office number is 609-645-5922, 609-645-5922, and it's County Commissioner Karen Fitzpatrick, and we thank her for being on today on the show. Steve is in Abseekin Island. Steve, good morning. You're on with Karen Fitzpatrick, County Commissioner. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Karen, I appreciate your input. Uh, I ditto everything Bob said. I'm, I'm against it. I wished you would have voted against it. I understand. Um, you want to, we, we need to have more energy in the area for the uh, possibility of having an increase in population. But it seems to me that we're putting all our eggs in one basket. We shut down the Tuckahoe plant instead of putting and routing a natural gas line there to uh, drive the uh, turbines in that plant for our electricity. We tore that down. We just, uh, Atlantic City just voted down the steam to energy plant on Venice Island, uh, right? Venice Park. Um, Even though there's a a wind farm right across the street there at at the uh, ACUA. So, you know, wind, solar, yeah, these are all terrific at the individual level when you're only driving, you know, maybe 10,000 kilowatts. As soon as you get above that, it becomes cost ineffective. And, you know, you touted a lot of um, specs on the GE turbine. I'm an engineer, by the way, trained. And there's a lot of maintenance that goes into those uh those wind turbines. I mean, the blades themselves have to be constantly cleaned. They get pitted from the salt air and they are typically, they are airfoils and they have to be very, very smooth in order to be and maintain their efficiency. 
And the fact that they're being put out 15 miles out in the ocean or, or maybe further out, I think makes it logistically impossible to uh, maintain a cost. And I don't think we'll realize the 92% goal that you touted. Uh, what say you? Okay, Steve, thanks for the call, and we'll let Karen answer. Karen? Well, uh, the answer that I have is yes, there there is a lot of maintenance that, that will go on. There will be regularly scheduled maintenance. The wind turbines will have sensors on them to indicate if there's an emergency or an unscheduled maintenance uh, need that has to happen. And that's why we are educating our local workforce to do these jobs. There is going to be plenty of work for these people, good paying work, and and the company uh, will hire what they need to do the maintenance. So do, do we have, I guess it would be impossible to kind of project what the cost would be for maintenance. But is there, is there any, has that uh, ever been studied or what? Oh, I'm sure. Here we go. <laughs> uh, okay. Ocean uh, Wind believes that through scale, you know, the largeness of it, yes. offshore wind will be among the cheapest ways to pr- produce energy in the near future. Additionally, uh, proposed federal tax incentives could provide a decrease in ratepayer costs. All costs to develop, permit, construct, and operate the facility are entirely borne by the company, and uh, it's expected to cost a dollar forty-six per month per household. Uh, that's the only information I have on the cost. Of well, it. that's not too bad. But we're not going to be. Well, I'm sorry. What? Uh, that's not going to be too bad. Dollar forty-six. <laughs> no, it sounds pretty low to yeah, me. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I just uh, was, I was, just wanted to come on your show, uh, talk to people I may not have an opportunity to talk to on a regular basis, and uh, maybe give them some information that they didn't have uh, previously. Okay, one more call. You know, we, we're all in this. One more okay, call, Karen. Ahead. Okay. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on with Karen Fitzpatrick, County Commissioner. Yes. Uh, Germany and Denmark are building windmills, uh, wind turbine farms out in the middle of the Baltic Sea. Now, the Baltic Sea is considered the calmest body of water on Earth due to it being a closed sea. Its outlets are very shallow, and the longest rivers that flow into it pass through regions that have a temperate continental climate as opposed to the Atlantic Ocean, which ranks the second in the catalog of the most dangerous bodies of water on the face of the Earth due to its unpredictability. Now, there's two, two American t- atomic scientists, Bernard J. Eastland and William C. Gell, that invented the fusion torch, which is the proper use of nuclear energy, which would revolutionize green energy. Now, how come we're not, going, we're, how come we're not pursuing that? Because this is going to prove to be a disaster. I'm sorry. Thank you. All right. Thanks, John. Do you want to comment on any, any of that, Karen? Sure. He, he mentioned fusion energy. Is that what he said? Yes. Okay. Um, so as, as we discussed, uh, these, uh, this type of energy, wind energy, has uh, been in, in use for 40 years. Fusion energy is relatively new. We need to do something now. We're not saying that fusion 
and or nuclear won't be used in the future. They probably will. But this is what we have now. This is where we are now. We are at a critical point in our climate crisis, and we have to act now. This is the best we have at the moment. Things always get better with more and more education and advances in technology. This is where we are now. This is this is the best it's ever been, and it will only get better with different types of technology and uh, energy producers that are developed by science. Well, Karen, we certainly thank you for taking a lot of time here this morning to talk to our audience and present your side of the story. And uh, certainly the county commissioners meet every other week, every other Tuesday, correct, at 4 o'clock. And, well, uh, you know, sometimes there are three Tuesdays in a month, so I would I would go on the record and say twice a month. Okay. But it's usually every other week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to contact <laughs> Karen in her office, 609 645 5922. Karen Fitzpatrick, County Commissioner. Karen, thanks for coming on. Uh, it wasn't that bad, was it? <laughs> no, John, it, it was actually a great opportunity. Um, I appreciate your listeners taking part in the conversation. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll move forward a little more together in the future. Okay, thanks again. Karen Fitzpatrick, County Commissioner. And again, that number, if you want to reach her, 609-645-5922. Well, I don't know if we solved anything, but we certainly got the information out there. And we'll continue this conversation. Uh, we'll take a break early here, and then uh, we'll we'll have the warm-up to Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock. <laughs> How's that for con- uh, uh, different points of view? Karen Fitzpatrick, and then Joe Yakovich. <laughs> oh, talk with a purpose is the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We're coming back. More show right after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at Yakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. We're back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you want to listen to any of our shows at any time, 
You just Google John DeMassey podcasts and they all come up. And you can listen to any of our shows at any time. John DeMassey podcasts, Google it and it comes up. That simple. Talk where the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Also heard on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. You have many ways to listen. As I said, WPGTalkRadio.com online. Well, 609-407-1450. want to comment on anything that we've talked about so far this morning. Where do you hear this? This is, again, this is where the world has gone in, in this day and age. A statue of Teddy Roosevelt was taken down. Okay. You say, well, why? Who knows why? Maybe because in 1901 he did something, you know? I mean, this is the way this goes. Instead... And I don't know what town this is, but it, but it was sent to me, and I believe this happened. Instead, they put up a statue of George Floyd. Teddy Roosevelt down, George Floyd up. That makes sense, doesn't it? Because look at the list of accomplishments. He wasn't president of the United States, no. But listen to what he accomplished in his life. Three armed robberies, two violent home invasions, three car thefts, multiple illegal trespasses, cocaine and alcohol addiction, 23 arrests, drug dealing. He beat four victims senseless and he held a gun to a very pregnant woman's belly. I think that's worthy of a statue, don't you? (laughs) I mean, this is ridiculous. It is really, really ridiculous. But it happened. (sighs) George Floyd. (laughs) Okay the manner in which he was killed and the cops went to jail and all of that stuff, yes, that was tragic. But to honor a guy when that's the track record, that's that's really that's really off the wall. 609-407-1450, that's our number here in the studio. Uh, coming up at 11 o'clock this morning, Joe Yakovich and Joe promises, he promises that he's going to straighten out our finances. So we'll hold into that. Joe Yakovich, JML Financial, coming up at 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, ever since uh, Elon Musk took over Twitter and other company who owns, which owns Facebook, it's it, it uh, YouTube and Meta. They own Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp. So these two companies, uh, really, they coordinate the social media world. Um, You know, since Elon Musk took over Twitter, anti-Semitic posts jumped more than 61%. Slurs against blacks soared by more than 200%. 
while slurs against gay men increased by 58 percent. Yet, so so uh, there. What what has happened here is they figured that Facebook is policing this and Elon Twitter is policing this. Well, what happened is they're not. They're 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 getting rid of people. So, you know, the the walls have come down on on policing these kind of things. And if you think that it that freedom of speech is is absolute, then think another thing because look what happened to Alex Jones. I mean, he got sued for millions. So the slurs are increasing, but the staff of Twitter and Facebook is decreasing. And I think Elon Musk cut the 11,000 jobs in one day. So what gives here? <clears throat> okay. I have to get ready for this call. <laughs> Am I, you think I'm ready, Chris? Yeah. All right. Let's talk to David in California. David, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, hi, John. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, you were just talking about Elon Musk. Uh, he's one of our big welfare chiefs out here. Um, uh, he, uh, let's see. He, he, what you were just describing was his, uh, his expression about America's uh, value. Lies are cheap. Yes. And if you try to protect people from lies... Uh, that's expensive for him. And so he will just fire the people that uh, look out for the lies and, uh, and let the lies go flying through the, uh, the ether. And, uh, and so he's got a business license to spread lies. And, uh, and, you know, if you look at 1776, the big problem was that the, the king was taking all the money in America, all the value, all of the work, uh, was getting sucked right across the ocean to London. And, uh, and so all the hard work people would put through for the whole year, they'd go into, you know, pay the tax man, and bam, nothing comes back. He wouldn't fix a bridge. He wouldn't make a community park. He wouldn't make a school. He wouldn't make the king. Wouldn't make a dang thing. And all the capital, all the working capital that the 13 colonies did was being sucked over to London. So now you got a guy like Elon Musk that can do that worldwide and spread lies through every part of the world, and he's got a business license to do that. Yes, he does. Now, what's wrong with that picture? Yeah, oh, yeah oh, what's wrong with that picture? A lot. It's, it's big, it's, a, lot. It, a lot. Yeah, the easy fuse... These and this is why I called. Uh, you had your was she a city councilwoman, Karen? Uh, she was a, a county commissioner. Commissioner, yeah. yes. Well, you know I, that that guy that called in and was trying to chew her out. He's basically saying, "Do you want to die by the world getting too hot, or do you want to die by uh, coal dust no, uh, no, giving you?" I don't. Uh, so he was I, I don't too think bad it, choice. Yeah, I don't think it was that. I mean, he he was sure just he was. well. He's he was saying that global warming is killing fewer people than coal dust. Well, so it was like, uh, oh, thanks. 
Right. Yeah, if somebody's got a business license to kill us, and he's given it, he's got the gall to give us the choice of whether or not we want to have our commissioner, uh, or the people's commissioner, I don't live out there, uh, but to have her decide uh, which of the peasants die. That's straight out of 1776 again. The county clerk should just yank the business license of anybody that's a parasite. A friggin' parasite, you know, sucking all the money back to their corporate headquarters, never cleaning it up. Well, then and you would you, over there, you would uh, you would you would take uh, Elon Musk's license away from him. You would. Well, no, he 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 basically has taken his own business. Have you seen the front cover of Mad Magazine? Yeah, yeah, I one? saw I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, he's burning up everything he owns. Yeah. You know, the SpaceX rocket, uh, the uh, uh, Tesla, and uh, Twitter. I mean, he's ruining the stock prices of all of them by his... It, it, you put too much power in the hands of a madman, and then too much power that a, the world depends upon, you know, is, is being put in the hands of an, a madman, and everybody's believing that the madman actually has value when he's worse than value. He's more useless than uh, than anything. It's spreading lies for a business. You know, I mean, how much time does it take the world to deal with one lie, much less piles of them hour after hour? And uh, so it's not just a business license. Shareholders should be yanking out of Twitter. I mean, it's simple as that. If he's going to fire the people that are trying to uh, protect us from lies... Uh, then there is no reason to give a business license, much less to rent him space, give him a, uh, you know, anything close to the idea that he's of use to any of us. All right, David. You know, he's going to lie to every part of it. Yeah. Well, thanks for the call, David. We we appreciate it. And well, that's your opinion. I mean, well, that's true though. He did cut eleven thousand jobs in one day. Bob is in Cape May. Bob, good morning. Your talk with the purpose. Hey, John. You know, <laughs> David's an absolute moron. Well, you know, yeah. good we, entertainment. Yes, uh, we we let him on once a show to you know it's uh, comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Musk Musk is a liar, but okay, Jack Dorsey and the old Twitter crew censored all the information prior to the 2020 election. Uh, Trump. And the 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 Hunter Biden laps laptop, which was true, Twitter censored that. Yes, Wouldn't they did. Late, yes, they did. Late of day. So, so who's the liar, David? Number one. Number two, David. My point was the reality is people do die of cold. Okay, by a twenty-five fold. That is just true. What I'm objecting to is the hysterical response that people like Commissioner Fitzpatrick are embracing to so to climate change. It's not a terrible thing that we're having milder winters in South Jersey. That's not terrible. And the, the solution right now, the solution is not banning all internal combustion engines in New Jersey by 2035, making everybody go to electric cars that will not work because we don't have the power grid for it. And as I said, the, the temperature change, if we adopt all this, just the United States, it'll be three, three one-hundredths of a degree. It wasn't one, three one-thousandths. All right, Bob. Of, 
degree. Thanks for the call. We are up against it. Hour number two in the books. Hour number three, Joe Yakovich, the financial guy on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich is here. It's a, always a pleasure to have Joe Yakovich in the studio, isn't it, Chris? I mean, he's just—he's just. I, I try to bring a different, uh, you know, a, a different whale to the game. How's yeah, that? well, you're—you know what I'm saying? So, you know. yeah, we we spent just about two hours talking about whales. Amazing, amazing, <laughs> amazing. I haven't seen one yet, but I've heard. And uh, it's uh, it's something more than uh, what we all know what's happened. I don't, you know, yeah. big question mark. Well, anyway, Joe Yakovich is here, and he's going to straighten out our finances, right? And I, I want to do my best, John. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's... Uh, we're we're going to talk about the, to the, talk about. the uh, seven sources that are taxed. But before we do that... Yes, sir. We are going to talk about Joe Yakovich having a workshop at Stockton College. Yes, sir. Two dates... Mm-hmm. March 21st and March 29th. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. On Social Security and Taxes in Retirement. Yep. 6.30. And I, I, I have you been in Stockton lately, John? Uh, oh, oh, like a year ago. I mean, you should see what they Oh, it's done. amazing. It's yeah, amazing. Really, I mean, yeah. the room they put me in and uh, for the people that are listening... It's pretty impressive. You know, we'll have signs uh, directing you to the uh, to the room we're uh, conducting this at. But it's uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, Stockton College, and also we have Joe Yakovich's three books available to you right now. They are the heart of your money, bulletproof your retirement plan, and wealth beyond taxes. And if you would like a copy of one, two, or three of them. All you have to do is call the radio show right now or during this hour, 609-407-1450. Leave your name and number and Joe's office will contact you and mail you out the books. It's that simple. That's free of charge. Free of charge. Okay. Not a big deal. Are you ready? I have been ready for three weeks for you. (laughs) You I'm saying? I've been been sleeping in my car, so I'm ready for you. (laughs) Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday night calls up and says, uh, what do I, <laughs> it's Wednesday, Joe, you're not on till Saturday. Jeez. I'm excited, I'm excited, can you tell? Okay, so the seven sources that are taxed, what, well, I mean, there's obviously a lot to this, so uh, what? what is this? You know, John, I'm going to answer that and I'm going to, you know, really get into the, the not the weed, so to speak, but make sure people are aware of how certain vehicles that they own now and in the future, how it's going to be taxed. Because even at my workshop, John, uh, when I opened the dialogue, I asked everyone a question. You know, what? And my question is, and I'll share with all your 
listeners today, you know, what keeps you up at night? I mean, really, what keeps you up at night? And um, and what made you come in to the workshop or listening today? I mean, most people really, John, you know, the subject of taxes, they really don't love as much as I do. Yeah. Just to let you know that. Uh, but... For us, there's a specific reason why people work with us, and and we're going to address some of that today. You know, if you think about it, John, where are taxes headed? Are they going to – and when you get into your retirement years, especially starting the retirement, uh, you know, they it's going to kind of chew into your hard-earned retirement funds no matter how you look at it. And do you feel – for yourself in your heart of heart, do you fear the the potential of outliving your money? Think about it. And are you concerned about the cost of health care? I mean, people are really concerned today because as they grow older, John, the cost for health care and the, and the insurances to deal with it continue to go up faster than inflation, mind you. And maybe you're trying just to make sense of some of the best practices out there. And that's pretty much what I'm going to cover uh, a little bit today, but also in the workshop. But the question I, I wanted to or the answer I wanted to give you and start off with is, Unlike in your working years, John, when you have money you're putting away in 401Ks and IRAs and 403Bs um, and a variety of sources, when you're putting the money away, it's one thing. You become a saver. But when you start to go into retirement, it becomes a spender situation. Like I was mentioning before we got on, you know, somewhere about 78% of the people today in the U.S., are living paycheck to paycheck. That's that, disturbing. That, that's scary. No, that that's, is scary. That, that really, it didn't really look is. like that yesterday or the last couple of days I've been out with my wife because it was packed. So I don't know what they're doing. Either they are um, putting on a credit card, which is potentially, in most cases, they do. You know, and when the bill comes at 22% or 20 whatever the percentage they're going to charge these credit cards, think about what's happening. So that's the biggest concern is taxes on our money when we take the money out. Um, the first thing, or many others, but IRA distribution, the impact is determined by the type of IRA. You either have a pre-taxed or after-taxed will determine the tax you'll pay on that IRA. And remember, IRAs are taxed at Ordinary income tax. People need to be aware of that. It's not a capital gain. It's an ordinary income. And if you think that, at least the people that we come in contact with, I asked them a question. Do you believe the taxes are going to be increased or decreased in the future? And, and they see what's going on. I mean, they're not blind. They're not keeping their head in the sand of what this current administration is pretty much has put a, a damper on a lot of the things that we're talking about. Taxes most likely will increase. And that peop- and the people I'm speaking with, they all believe pretty much the same. So the, the only thing, the alternative to that is do Roth conversions, where you can convert the IRA to a Roth IRA, or buy Roth IRAs right out of the get-go. Pay the tax now and never pay tax in the future. So suppose I said to you, by the way, we are $31 trillion in debt? Thirty-one and a half, to be right, exact. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess taxes will go up. Well, you know what? I have some suspicions. Uh, really numbers for you to back we're going to back this up and i really truly have the numbers it's not like i'm making this up i can i'm going to share with people today where i find this information so it's public so they can go in to the site it's usdebtclock.org usdebtclock.org and you can see for yourself what is happening and if you really do the the math 
it's $31.5 trillion now, today, um, and approximately, give or take, five and a half, we'll, we'll call it and round it up to $600 billion just to service that debt. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So as interest rates go up, it's going to cost more to what? Service that particular debt. Also, if you fast forward, and I'm not going fast forward 40 years in the future. I'm going three years, John. You we're looking at approximately 44, you ready for this? 44 trillion in debt. Ooh. And the carrying cost for that, wherever interest rate will be at that time in the future, they're projecting 1.6 trillion just to service the debt. Oh, man. So I'm just, I'm having people be aware of this. So it's a question of, you can just sit around and be okay with it. But I always do my best to tell stories. And the story I share with them all the time is, which would you rather pay tax on? If you were a farmer, the seed or the crop? And people look at me, and they, even at the workshop, or not yeah. the workshop, but the uh, the chamber I was involved with a couple of days ago, I asked a number of people that. And they looked at me, and I said, um, I asked that question. He said, no, no, we will definitely pay tax on the seed. I said, okay, but I have a question for you. You know, another question on top of this. He goes, what? Well, you have 401Ks, right? And 403B. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of 401Ks. I said, well, isn't it contradictory? <laughs> Than what you your answer just gave me because you're going to be paying tax on the what? Yeah, the crop. So that's the kind of conversations we have with people. We want to make it simple, John, not complicated. All right, it's talk with a purpose every Saturday nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. I'm John Damasi with Joe Yakovich. Joe is JML Financial. His website jmlfinancialgroup.com. dot com, and the number here in the studio six zero nine. 407-1450. If you want Joe to uh, straighten out your finances or just go over your financial plan or whatever, a question for Joe. 609-407-1450. So in the accumulation phase, yes, sir. you have a 401k, a 403b, whatever you have. Right. And you're not worried about the tax because it's, it's tax, tax deferred. Well, you, yeah. people say tax deferred, but really to me, when my I get granular... It's actually a tax postponement. Yes. That we don't know what the tax is going to be, yes. by the way. <laughs> so, so, but it's a tax postponement. Correct. But now you're saying they're going to collect on that now. Yes. They're retired. Now it's the taxes due. The Correct. piper's got to be paid. You got it. And a problem you're faced with, John, and people have to understand this. When I'm sitting down with someone, and it's really simple, I make it real super simple, when this happens, when they do collect Social Security at the same time they're taking money from these type of investments, and we didn't talk about the investment portfolio itself just yet, but I just wanted to make sure people understood that when they take Social Security down for themselves and their spouse, when they should take it, and we asked a bunch of different questions. That's why I'm, I'm uh, doing a workshop on it. But that provisional income they're going to pull down from other sources like the IRAs, the 401ks, the annuities, and all these investments when you tie, when it comes time to, okay, now to pay me, they have to deal with an RMD, which is a required minimum distribution. The taxes being what they are have to be paid. And that's accumulation of all that money at one time. 
Now, if you're dealing with what we were saying earlier about what's happening in our um, our government with Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and defense spending and pensions and all the things that we're supposed to and been promising the public, who's paying for that? Because remember, in the next 10 years, big guy, we're all, I hate to hurt your feelings because you're looking good today. We're all going to be your age. And as a lot of us are coming out, we're going to look like John DeMassey of the world. That's right. So what do we do? And that's the problem. And John, for some apparent reason, and you can understand this better than anyone for that matter, and, and me also, for some apparent reason, when we get older, we don't get healthier. I'm afraid to tell you that. Yeah. I thought that was going to be true. I thought I would get older. I'd want to be, you know, it's going to be easy. Uh, to be anything you, over 55. You had a little scared. Oh, yes. So, and and if, so did I. Correct. That's my point. So anytime over 55, I'm using that as a, as a barometer, it's a lot more difficult. And you have to really sit down with someone to strategize a plan of action. It doesn't have to be complicated, John. It really is. I try to make it simple, simple, John. I mean, everyone has a, a spin on this. They call it something, a system. You know all the systems out there. You, you do this and this. That's not the case. That doesn't, that's a one trick pony. You need to sit down with someone and look at all their stuff together collectively. Do you have a good will? They have power of attorney. They have a living will. Simple stuff. Yeah. Who's how's doing? Who's doing your taxes? Are you paying too much? Are you maximizing deductions? Are you taking income from certain vehicles to try to lower your taxes in the future? So these are the type of questions that really, are, to me, are easy to talk to people about. All right. What about Social Security? Okay. What, how how's that taxed? Now this is a real good one. Uh, Social Security, if you're single, John, any provisional income over 25000 or married jointly with provisional income of over 32000 some or all of that will be taxed. When I say all, uh, uh, it starts out with 50% of the benefit will be taxed up to 85%. So that, again, that was not taxed back in the day. Yeah, but if you're no. under, if you're under that. Under that is fine. No, 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 no tax. tax. It's okay. zero tax. You'll get the money, zero tax, and fine. So I'm also in conversation with the client finding out what your standard deduction is so it offsets any tax. So it's a little dicier when you're speaking with someone like myself because I have some idea on how taxes are, are taken in consideration when you're doing distribution. Remember – distribution planning. And what happens is all those little deductions you got to put away 401k or your children were growing up and you took them as a deduction or your mortgage interest, you have a deduction. All these things were deductible. Now the people are at the end of that little road and going, okay, where's my, no more deductions. You, it's all taxable event, but people need to be aware of that. And they think, oh, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket. To me, to me, do you really want to be in a lower tax bracket? Yeah, you might say yes, but does that mean you don't have enough money and you're kind of poor? Yeah. I mean, does that mean that you achieve what you your lifetime you should have? Yeah. So you need to really have a strategy, John, more than everything else. And if you can do that, that really works. Okay, your uh, your buddy John in Ocean City called. Oh, uh, I was waiting for John. Him. A little late for me. It's John. Seven, <laughs> little late, John. <laughs> yes, sir. Um yeah, I didn't win the Powerball, so I'm not calling for my $5 million mansion on the beach. And I would be the first one you would call, of course, right? 
Yeah, right. Of course, of course. No, actually, my mother and my older brother. Anyway, um, yeah. That, now, yeah, as far as uh, this terrible life I have here in America, you know, I have to put up with the skunk family on my, on my way up to the Yakima on 34th Street. But uh, other than that, con- uh, constitutional America is a wonderful and beautiful thing. But now uh, I do want to get back into the – yes, yes, Lord. And I want to get back into the workforce if I can get some, certain disability under control. Um, but uh, you, you can have multiple Roth IRAs, right? And yes. also – you, is that yeah? Now I want to ask you too. Does, does do they act like um, accounts that you can draw from, or and do you help the person once they get the Roth IRA? Thanks. You got it, John. Great question. As usual, um, you're again. You're my first round pick in the draft. Um, yes, uh, you can have multi Roth IRAs. And I'll tell you something else, uh, John, that uh, I've uncovered. And, and of all people, when I was reading this article, I was going, this guy, John, if he does not call me tomorrow, I'm going to be really mad. And I'm going to share this with you in a couple seconds. Yes, you can have multi-Roth IRAs, multi-different type of investments in those IRAs. Um, and you can pull them anytime you'd like. After five years, you hold them in that pattern. So you'll be paying no tax. But, John, if you look at the, the math, and I'm just – I'm a math guy, John. If you think about the math, people say to me, and I've been hearing this for so many years, we're going to be in a lower tax bracket. Well, John, if you have 0% inflation, absolutely right on. You will be in the – no problem. But the problem we're faced with, John, is inflation. Inflation costs more to live tomorrow than it is today that's what you're seeing people are spending like drunken sailors because they believe john that because they don't have that trust in the government that's going to take care of them the fact that they would rather spend it now the money versus in the future because they think that whatever they buy whatever situation they're involved with it's going to cost more in the future so that's their biggest concern that's what's happening today and I don't know if you know this, John, but <laughs> I don't want to say it because it might have been at the end of the uh, today's uh, talk with John today, John Damasi, that Russia, <laughs> you'll love this, and China are buying up gold in droves. I'm just letting you know, the back up their currency. I know you like to hear this type of stuff, but I'm just giving you the truth. And India is going after and filling up with um Ukrainian, they're they're looking for to be able to have and start nuclear stuff and be available to that. So they're they're piling up this material, and that's telling me, do they know something that we don't know? And we've always had this petrodollars conversation and what the dollar's worth, and but that's going to start to trigger and triple, or I should say, trigger in our. And trickle down to our portfolios because of, you'll hear in, in the next section of today's talk with all of you is that this is going to start to affect everything that we do. And believe me, it, it's going to be a quick, rude awakening. It's going to be like a Muhammad Ali jab. You don't even see it coming. It's going to be there. And I'm just letting people know not to scare them. But, you know, when people say to me, Joe Yakovich. And they, and they say, Joe, tell me, you know, I was at this meeting, you know, what should we, we, I said, it's all this bad information. I go, no, 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 there's no bad information. See, news is either good or bad. No, I, it's just news. The question I have to you and the listening audience, how do we put ourselves in position to take advantage of this stuff? And what we do and what we forget is that we're still doing the traditional, conventional wisdom way. And people actually think that's going to continue to work in the future. 
I have some news to tell all of you. They don't make roll-down windows anymore. John, I don't know if you know this or not. No, they don't. And they don't make the disc brakes that you used yeah. to have. Now, they don't make drum brakes anymore. You got to move. You got to be different. And, and, and what's happening with the society because of suppression of interest rates and buy box of stocks, which we'll talk about, this is going to affect all of us. And I'm just preparing a strategy, no different than being a, a football team. I'm preparing for certain things to move us down the road. And if we use the same thing that we did 20 years ago, I'm afraid to tell you, so it's not going to work. All right, it's Talk of the Purpose. That's the show. I'm John DeMassey. Every Saturday we're here, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich is here, and he has plenty more to talk about. I can't wait. That's right. 609-407-1450. If you have a financial-type question for Joe, 609-407-1450. We will come back with more Talk of the Purpose with Joe Yakovich after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Joe Yakovich is available during the week at 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. That is his number. And his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. jmlfinancialgroup.com. And, of course, our number here in the studio, Joe Yakovich is here, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. So Joe Yakovich says to me during the week, you know, I want you to come to this meeting. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what. Should I call your wife and she'll tell me when it is? Yeah, that would that would be better because I don't know when it is. Well, that was Wednesday. The meeting was Thursday. And at 5.15 on Thursday, he said, how would you like to go to this meeting? It's at 6 o'clock. Okay. That was awful. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, why don't you just... I don't do that, Joe. Why, you know why don't you just have your wife call me to say, here's when the meeting is. Because... I'm, I know better. Other than the financial stuff, um, you are useless in your on. office. Tell you really are. And believe it or not, it's funny because we have clients, John, and this has happened over and over again. 
And people are starting to get this. It's funny you're saying that because we expedite a lot of information for the client. It's it, it just my nature. I rather them give me that information, take care of them, and make sure everything is done perfect and perfect on time, what have you. When I give or when people go out there and try to do the same thing that I'm doing, not necessarily uh, do it yourself, but are trying to process work, they might be on the phone for 40 minutes with a company. I mean, yeah. This is how bad it's gotten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm letting them know that. And then on top of that, they'll call one person and then they go to another part of the, the company and that person gives completely different information from the first person. Oh, yeah, it's happened. So yeah. I just tell folks, listen, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to make this simple. If you want to be part of it here, here's the number, 800 number. You can call yourself. And a lot of times they call back to me a day later because, you know, I was on a hold for 45 minutes and nobody picked up. I said, well, I told you what to do. You let me do it, and I'll yeah. take care of it. So that's a big concern today in our labor force. People don't realize that. So get ready. Try to call Social Security or Medicare oh, people. Out. Forget that. You're, you'll be there for weeks. And we should mention not only your wife but your son. Yes, my son does a great job. Yeah, I have so, to admit both so of them are impeccable. Between the two of them, they handle it all. Correct. Okay. And, and that's why we work as a family, John. It really is is ironic because I use technology from the things that I do, and I work with large companies that I'm pretty much – they help me to direct what I need to know and want to do and have a strategy with the clients. So they bring that information to me immediately. But as a family business, and it was never my intention to do it this way and set it up, but it works nice. So our philosophy is real simple. Let our family help your family. And that's how we treat our clients. That really, It's really ironic because people say to us all the time, wow, that's – your son took care of me. He was on top of the game. And we do have processes that we uh, help our clients with. Okay, 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. What are the other types of income that are taxed? Yep, another one would be pensions. Uh, for most of you that do still have pensions, these are all pre-tax dollars, so your income will be taxed at ordinary income. Capital gains and dividends are fully taxable. Again, investment vehicles that are taxed the same whether you're retired or you're still employed. Life insurance policies, and people are unaware of this, uh, the cash uh, surrender values in your policies can generate substantial amount of tax-free. And this is tax-free money that as you withdraw um, that vehicle and use that, just remember that tapping into the policy cash value reduces the available death benefit. But again, folks, you remember these life insurance policies today, if you're not aware of this, have chronic care built into it. So you, instead of you buying a long-term care policy that would cost you, who knows today, and if you can even get it because of your health, these insurance contracts also offer kind of a dual approach besides the cash value and death benefit, more importantly, the, um, the, the opportunity of using it for long-term care. So for us, we're always having those type of conversations, John, it's such. Again, the other thing I want to mention was annuities because people are you hear oh, all the systems. We have some annuities if you buy pre-tax versus, again, post-tax. It depends on how they tax. Some are ordinary income tax. Others are. It's, it's really unique. What they do is they return principal, so that's tax-free. So if you do a certain strategy with an individual, a lot of it really is tax efficient. So there's a lot of strategies within, you know, the conversations we've had with clients. But again, it all goes back with how much income do you need to take care of your bare necessities? And then we 
layer on top of what the next step would be. And that's kind of what we do. But I noticed something, John, in this business as long as I have and doing it for, you know, 37-ish years. I noticed the people that get income, guaranteed incomes, are happier. I mean, it's going to sound weird. You get people to have uh, Social Security or to have uh, guaranteed pension plans because Social Security and pensions are pretty much similar. Or to have a guaranteed way to they know every month what they're going to receive. Those people are happier versus the people that have assets, not income, assets. And they have to hoard. They have to look at their money Every day. They think about their money every day, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's oh, all, yeah. it's amazing to me. Some people watch the market every day. Oh, I, I can't even tell you what I hear. And they realize, and I'll give an example. Client comes in, make a long story short. They have a bunch of money. Look at their, 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 uh, their statements they give me. Are you ready for this? They had starting out good, good folks that really saved. They had starting out about 750000 of their own money they put away. Now think about what it, the wow. seven fifty went to one point four five. Whoa. Hold on. And then when they came back in to talk to me, I said, there's something wrong here. Because what? You only have 700000 left in this account. What happened? Did you take a withdrawal? He goes, no. The market changed oh. on me. And I wrote it down. Oh. Now it's 700. I go. He lo- lost half of it. If not more. Yeah. And I asked her nicely. I said, well, Mrs. Jen, let me ask you a question. How long do you think it would take and what rate of return you're going to get just to break even? Let alone get back to where you originally thought you had all that money. And she had no answer for me. I would say 20 years. And now, maybe, by the way, maybe. she's 63. Ooh. So you see, when I'm sitting down with people, that's not going to happen. Because we know going in to prepare ourselves from these type of volatile markets that we're seeing. And by the way, John, volatility kills income. You need to be aware of that. Oh, yeah. And people oh, yeah. are starting to become aware of it. Cause, uh, but again, they don't know what to do. So your position, and I know you, has always been you don't want to lose money. Correct. And you want to put it in tax-free. So if I said to you, Joe, I want all tax-frees and I don't want to lose money, what would you do? I would would do a couple of things. First of all, I don't want to put all – as much as this sounds – like it's a good deal. It's not. I don't want to put all in the tax freeze of like Roth. Why? Because there is still a standard deduction. And I'm going to use a kind of a roundabout number for husband and wife is about over 65 is about 30,000. That means you can make 30,000, John, and pay zero tax. I mean, you could pull stuff out of other stuff. Normally, we'd have to pay tax on it, but you wouldn't because there's a standard. It's kind of a wash, so to speak. So I don't want to put every dollar into a tax rate because you would lose your standard deduction. I, I mean, just to think about that. So we do uh, strategize on that. So some money taxable, some money tax-free. So we have different buckets of money to be able to pull from adequately. But more important, John, if you think about it, if even if I put it in and we have this tax conversation with you the other side people don't get is what do i put it in joe yakovich i mean joe what do i put this money in i, I want to be safe i want to beat or at least stay in pace with 
inflation. You and I had this inflation talk when it started, if you recall. Yes. And you were like, ah, Joe, you know what you're talking about. I said, oh, really? I don't. We'll see. All of a sudden, <laughs> remember, Chris, now yeah. you're being quiet as a church mouse over there, my, my director of everybody. But I go, no, no, it's coming. It's coming. Okay. And all of a sudden, it is here. And it's not going away. It's not. It, this is not going away. Forget about eggs, just in general. You know, I mean, we have service inflation, which is encompasses everything that we do: healthcare, the way we live, the rent, the you know, the taxes we pay, to, all those things. But the biggest concern, John, it really is in this conversation we're having today, is that remember what happened: the Fed suppressed interest rates. For so, so long. You know that, don't you? Yeah. Well, you, you, I know you were awake with this yes, area. I was, yes. With about 15 years, they deliberately suppressed interest rates. Yep. And what happened was, John, people didn't know this. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Or didn't understand it. So I'm going to clarify this, what happened. Because they might go, oh, yeah, Joe. I know what you're – okay, well, tell me. And I go, like, they can't explain it to me. Well, maybe explain it to them to on, on our audience here. What people were doing and what companies were doing are taking the money and they're saying to themselves, man, I can borrow at almost zero interest rate. Remember, we had negative interest yeah, rates at, yeah. at time. They were borrowing all that money, John, the companies. And even though the companies were not making money, what they were doing is instead of going in and hiring more folks, you know what they were doing? They were buying their own stock back. Now, stay with me. Yeah. And everyone didn't know why the market was going up. Because there was no fundamentals, nothing was making money. They were just buying their own stock. That works for a short period of time. It did it for 10 years. And everybody rode up. The, listen, the roller coaster was going straight up. Yep. That's not supposed to happen. And guess what just happened, John? The roller coaster came down. And came down radically. Well, how did that happen? Why did that happen? For two reasons, John. Number one, remember that zero interest rate they were borrowing our money for? Guess what they got to do? They got to pay it back. At six, seven percent. Oh, so the cost for that dollar that they borrowed was not zero. It is now where it's at today. Because if you look at long term rates, right? Yeah, they're up. Think about what's happening here. And the companies that had <laughs> bought their own stock back, guess what? That happened. That one in a toilet. So you have a totally opposite direction strategy, which they thought was going to work out. Now you're seeing 50, 60, 80% dropage in companies. And mark my word, everyone, you're going to start to see some major bankruptcies out there. That's not profitable to companies. Companies are not becoming profitable and people want to buy profitability. It's common sense to me. And what's happening is because they are not looking at it from that standpoint and they think it's going to come back, this <laughs> is not coming back what they think it's coming back. So I want people to be aware to put strategies together so this never happens again. Right. And we could fix some of the problems today, but like this this client we saw, I can't give her another seven, eight hundred thousand dollars that she lost. No, you can't. You know, it's you know, so we are looking at situations right now. We would not want to be all Gordon Gecko types to be able to put too much risk to try to make back, so to speak, what we lost. We just want to make sure that we don't lose anymore and we get a decent rate of return. All right. It's Talk of the Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is our guest. 
and he is JML Financial, and his website is jmlfinancialgroup.com. You have a question for Joe? You don't know what to do with your money? 609-407-1450 is our number. 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. We both return after these words. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Going to be mostly cloudy, colder for the rest of the afternoon. A bit of snow, high 36. Clouds breaking tonight with a low dip into 21. Warmer tomorrow with times of clouds and sun. Breezy in the afternoon, but the best day of the weekend. Enjoy. High 53. Back at it Monday, becoming cloudy for that. Couple of showers in the afternoon, the high 47. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, Joe Yakovich, our guest, and Joe is available during the week, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, and his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com, good stuff on the website, check that out as well. And, of course, Joe is here right now on Talk of the Purpose. And our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. We're going to talk to Joe about cycles. What part of the cycle are we in right now? And is there no stopping what is coming? This is not motorcycles now. This is cycles. Cycles. Get ready. Yes. Uh, you know what? I said earlier <clears throat> that when they suppressed interest rates for so long to buy back the stock... That was a cycle, and we're still in, and we're still trying to get out. And you're going to start to see, because of what happened, to be able to now pay back at a higher interest rate that can't afford to do this. So there's no fixing that. That's why I'm saying that it's unfortunately the government, our government, mismanages our own world's economy. I mean, we would not be in $31.5 trillion in debt if they did, you understand. You can understand it, and we, I think we all can understand this. So we have way too much debt. So we're going to start to see bankruptcies, and because of inflation, it's going to accelerate much quicker than what people might believe. And that's the, that's the sad part. It is could turn on a dime. So why don't we take advantage of it? See, it's not. It's like you hear that me to say that you might say, "Well, he's negative." No, I'm not negative. I'm giving you a factual situation that we can take advantage of these situations if we do something proactive versus reactive. But one thing, John, I want to make people aware of, in a good way, when this suppression took place with interest rates, I remember seeing tens of millions of jobs that they had and started, which was a good thing. Now, because of that situation for cheap money and it's reversed, that same business cannot survive because of the higher interest rates and because of what happened with COVID and other things that have to do with their company and corporations. Now they're laying off all these folks. So it's sad as it may be, it was a temporary fix, but not for a long-term fix because the government has to work with long-term planning. And if you see with 10-year bonds, they are at somewhere about 3.8. 
for those of you who are short-term investors, John, and this is an opportunity just to put park money for short-term, I don't know if anybody knows this, you can actually buy a six-month treasury, six months, for over 5%. Oh, boy. I'm just letting people know. But the other flip side of you, we also have to be concerned that the government's going to pay us because, again, of all this debt and all the things that are happening with, again, this war and China, I mean, this is this is a really scary time, I believe. But we can take advantage of some of these things. So that's, that's my biggest concern because people ask me, what would you do if you're – or where do you invest your money, your own money? And I can't give specific stock picks for anyone even though I'm a license – I that's, they don't have a no, research you, you department. Can't, you can't do that. But no. I can share – anyway. Right. I can share with people that they should be looking at – Companies that are profitable, okay, profitability, and and dividends for income. Uh, I mean, right now the solar is on fire. That solar whole thing going on, and and by the way, um, the nuclear stuff. I mean, these are companies that you should be looking into and doing some due diligence about what they should do in terms of defensive modes of what's happening. Again, profitability of a company is so important today than it was. Where you bought anything? I mean, if you got on a, if you were um, the Brady kid and said, "Oh, I want to endorse this this yeah. cryptocurrency," and all of a sudden, well, he lost three hundred sixty-five million. I can't afford to lose three hundred sixty-five million. How about you, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> How about you, John? No. Like, so I'm saying to you, maybe a hundred million. Just I could a, yeah, lose. yeah. You know, just a little <laughs> tidge of that. But you understand <laughs> that people lost a lot of money, and and I'm not saying good, bad, or ugly. I'm just saying to you, don't be hyped. Because if some entertainer or celebrity are hyping a particular company, I mean, really do your due diligence to be able to make sure that what you're buying is what you think is is profitable for yourself and your portfolio. Well, why is it so important for the listeners to know this and what can they do moving forward and knowing what you just said? What can they do? Well, I think they need to sit down with someone. I don't – it really doesn't matter to me, but have someone that not only just specializes in accumulation of money. I mean, to me, it's pretty simple. You you put money away in 401Ks, 403Bs, you know, IRAs, Roth, what have you. Different variety of – and diversify your portfolio. I'm not – that's the easy part, I believe. The more difficult part, John, is that that comes a time where – you have to look at taxes, distribution, and those same vehicles that got you up to the top of the mountain can't use the same vehicles to come down the mountain. Distribution, we call it. Exit strategy. Can't use it. And a lot of people in my business, my own business, are not groomed for that. They don't even want to mention that because it's almost self-depleting for themselves because they think to themselves, if I tell my client, you know what, you're flipping the switch and you're now you're going to start to take money out of your portfolio – they themselves lose money, they would think. Yeah. You know, so think what's happening. What type of advice are you really, truly getting? That's why I always say, even on our show, John, let me just be a second opinion. There's no cost for that. But I should at least have my eyes and ears on that and say, listen, have you ever considered that? Would you ever did you understand how that works? And why aren't you doing it? And why haven't the person you're working with prior, even with me, why don't they make that suggestion to you? Well, I, I know you said it earlier, sure. but why is it that you can't use the same thing or the same strategy on the way down as you did on the way up? I mean, because most, most, not all, but most companies that you buy are you're looking for what? Growth. Yes. Appreciation, right? Yes. When you 
flip the switch, those same companies that are growing, as you pull money out because of volatility, when you're pulling the money out of that market at the time the market goes down or at the time the stock goes down, you rip the bottom out of the whole idea yeah, of trying yeah. to accumulate. You Now you're talking about flipping the switch. Yeah. And a lot of companies don't offer dividends. You know, they're appreciable companies or they're IPOs and just starting out or they're even long-term companies, the, you know, the GEs hypothetically or the Ford. They've been hovering the same price for many, many years. They have a little dividend, but you have to buy so much of it because the stock don't really move that much, right. very little. Right. So if you start to withdraw your own, you know, stock out, you know, in terms of living your lifestyle, that's different than trying to have a, a real income strategy to make sure you never run out of money because you could run out of money quite quickly if you have a another decline. And I ask people, do you think the market's going to have a little volatility over the next year or two? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I get the same, oh, yeah, because they're looking at the – they keep on talking about recession. We are in one right now, but we don't just know it, if you think about it. Yeah. Because of what's happened with GDP and all the other things. But – I, need th- I think people need to have a real game plan, John. I-, I mean, really, you need to have an offense and you need to have a defense. And you need to have people on both sides of your conversation with you and trying to be as unbiased for more of about a strategy than a product. And if I think people understand that with our firm and the way we treat our clients, I would have people from here to New York City in line to, to-, to be working with us because that's our philosophy. So I can call out any, you know, insurance guy or any um, Wall Street guy because they don't do both. They do one or the other. And I think it's unfair that the advice we give our clients is not holistic. Yeah. Because if we don't make any money or we're not allowed, that, that changes the whole game. So you're not getting the right information sometimes. I mean, so that's – I mean, when, when you had your problem, you didn't go to the, the doctor that was going to do your teeth, did you? No. And that, he's a good doctor, I'm sure, but does your teeth, but – you didn't go to that guy. You no. went to the guy that specialized yeah. in that particular that's situation. Right. So that's our philosophy on that. Uh, you know, I, I want to point out something here, and we're going to get into something else after the break. Sure. But you are a fiduciary. Yes. And you are obligated to the client first to present the best advice you can. Exactly. Is it not true that some companies, some advisors recommend certain things for their clients, that <laughs> we they have that. a vested interest correct, in that. Correct, correct, correct. And I've and I been in this business long enough, it's funny to say that, because when I got in early on, I, it's kind of how I thought. And then I realized, you know, that was not real truly fiduciary. And what happened was, if you look at the, the wider angle lens with people, Believe it or not, you can offer them a better solution, at, but you're at least seeing everything, not just one piece of the puzzle. So for me, I kind of didn't know that in the beginning, so I had to make some changes into how I planned for my client. But I will tell you, John, it, it is a rewarding experience when you speak with people and you've done some great work, and they almost cry the fact that they were so helpful. We were so helpful to them and the way we explained it because we let them we don't have to sell them anything all we do is we lay it out and almost they say well i want that because what you said that's how that works okay we'll put that in in place uh, yeah that, that that's yeah, yeah because i heard a story the other day of uh, a company and i won't mention the name but they recommended a stock right that had to do with something and we were talking about it in the news so it, it's like it made me think of that that you know and clients don't know that 
have no they, idea. They don't know that. They have no idea, John. And so. it's sad because the one up on that, John, you might have a portfolio manager that's doing it for the portfolio itself, a big company, and you might have your money in that particular company, and they're making decisions. They don't have to get your okay. They're making decisions that are also somewhat slighted, or they're getting a little kickback, or they're getting some benefit from it, and that's what sometimes destroys a portfolio. So I just try to be straight with people and let them be aware. Listen, nothing's guaranteed, you know, um, in certain cases, you know, other than death and taxes. But we can get around tax situation. Death, we're all going to die, unfortunately. Um, but in the meantime, we need to have a strategy in place to protect ourselves from all these uncertainties. I've never seen, John, I, I'm being straight up with you. I've never seen all the years that I've been doing this. The uncertainty and the conversations I have with clients and just how I engage with folks and how they act. I mean, I don't know if you know where I live, but when I come out my little street, there's nobody letting me in. Now, I'm a little different. I let you in. I'm going to let you in. I'm going to tell you right now, Chris, you're going to get right in front of me. Go ahead. I, you know, it's not that important. But, man, what happened to, like, thank you? Like, yesterday, I must have said thank you. And by the way, I was saying thank you to people who are taking my plates away. That's just me as a person. Yeah. But something happened, and it's disturbing to me because I lived in an era that if you didn't say please and thank you, I was getting oh, a slap yeah. in the back oh, of the yeah. head. Me too. Me too. So I remember that. Now, is that good? I believe it's good. But I don't hear that, John. I really don't. I do not hear that, and it upsets me because of one of the reasons we all should be thankful because – this could be going in a second, or better yet, John. It's like a. a, a I'm going I'm to throw this at you. It's like Ohio, the trained went off the tracks, and only five million people with a, a bunch of dead fish and a, and a governor said, "No, no, drink the water." Okay, you come over here and drink the water. <laughs> and nobody came in two weeks. So these are upsetting situations for me, and I see it. And people see that. Forget about Republican or Democrat. It's just general speaking for the betterment of people need to understand. They got to have a game plan in force because if not, you're going to be working in your 90s. With that, we uh, we say uh, we're coming up on our final break of the morning. Yeah, it baby. is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Joe Yakovich is here giving us his wisdom and expertise in everything financial. 609-407-1450 is our number. We have time for one or two more quick calls. Joe will be back, and we'll have some final thoughts in uh, today's program right after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. 
In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Couple of minutes left of our show today. Joe Yakovich is here, 609-407-1450. He is going to give us four ways that the government can reduce debt. And I think somehow this is going to fall on deaf ears. I, uh, <laughs> well, don't forget, politicians start wars, but we people don't. But that's another conversation. Well, if you look at it, John, there's only four ways that we can reduce this debt, unfortunately. One is to raise taxes and pay down debt. That's the first thing. Yes. Two is cut spending and use the money to pay down debt. Three, and you've heard this so many times, we can grow our way out of this. I know you're going to laugh. I had it. Matter of fact, you saw my yes, my notes. I, I saw had. that. Ha, ha, ha. So you know that was a laughter. And the last one, which we all have seen more now than ever before, print money, deflate the debt with dollars that are now smaller. Now, if you look at what I said to all the four, politicians are generally unwilling to do one, two, or three. That leaves choice four of printing my money. I mean, think about what I said earlier, John. We have a 10-year bond at 3.8%, and we have mortgage rates that are over 6%. So with $31 trillion in debt and all this money to service our debt, you know, remember, we have 334 million people in the U.S., but only have 127 million tax payers. So if you think about it, 78% of the Americans live paycheck to paycheck. So these are issues that we have to address. And if you want to continue to stick your head in the sand and not put a, a game plan together for you, this could come up on us really fast, faster than we ever seen before, because we've never been in this predicament before. So I'm not here to scare anyone. All I'm sharing with all of you, have a game plan, have a, have a strategy in place, you know, speak to someone, don't try to do it yourself. Number one. And number two, 
you need to look at if you did this 20 or so years ago, that plan don't work when it comes to distribution in the future because the technology caught up to us. And we're seeing that now more than ever everywhere, especially on the social media campaigns that are out there and what they're saying, what they're driving people to think. A big concern of mine and my and my children's. Uh, do you think you, you said here one, two or three, they're not likely to do? No. So that leaves four. So they're going to money. print money to try to get us out. How much more can they tax us to death? That's the problem. We're, taxes are going up, but how much will they go up? That's the problem. I mean, I don't know if you remember back in the 70s and 80s, taxes were 50 plus percent. I don't know if you know that. Forget about state taxes and municipal taxes. That stuff costs more to maintain the streets, the trash, etc. Who's going to pay for that? We are going to pay for that in some ways. So we need to have a strategy to overcompensate knowing if we don't put the right strategy or the products in place, guess what's going to happen? We're going to get taxed to death on top of volatility. So if we can stop of the tax situation somewhat and we can help that person be less volatile in their later years, they're the people that will sleep good at night. That's what we want to do. And with that, we put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Joe Yakovich available during the week, 856 751 one seven seven one eight five six seven five one one seven seven one. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. jmlfinancialgroup.com is his website. I'm John DeMassey. Thank you for listening. Have yourself a great week, a safe, a happy, and a healthy one. And we will talk to you next Saturday. We'll do it all over again. Talk with a purpose. Nine till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM. You will take care.